Welcome back to the Nuts and Bolts RC Podcast. Got a couple of guests tonight. We've got uh, Jason Donhockel from San Antonio and Kurt Sider from St. Louis. How's it going, guys? Yo, yo. What's up? Doing fantastic. How are you? Doing well. Doing Overworking well. underpaid, same as always. Yeah. Had a little pre-show ball busting going on, so we figured we better hit record before it got too deep. Yeah. So. No, I've been going at it for a couple of days. Mark Trent was down here. <laughs> oh, um, you guys connected? You got to hook up? Oh, we went to the river yesterday to the river walk. Oh, neat. And he did Zoom meetings while me and Patty went to the whiskey distillery. Mm, nice. Good times. Did he get his deal done? I went to uh, – did I go to Rebecca Creek? No, we went to the one downtown. She had oh, never been to. to the Alamo and all the – basically all those places we went during the Superfly indoor thing last year this time. The tourist yeah. stuff. We all did the, all All that. the places? Uh, no, we hadn't gone there. <laughs> did y'all see a hobo fight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Different, different <laughs> intersection, but yes, one half. Oh, I want to hit Rebecca Creek next time down there. <laughs> Oh, it's so awesome. Rebecca Creek was. It a won't great take time. much to talk us into that, man. Yeah, that was let's, fun. Let's, let's do it. Yep, my man. I mean, it's best a whole 15, fifteen bucks. I was gonna say best fifteen <laughs> bucks you can spend in San Antonio <laughs> and drink thirty dollars worth. <laughs> yeah, right. Hell, yeah. Larry was thirty dollars worth then before we got into the tour. <laughs> Sounds about right. I need to give him a jingle. I haven't talked to him in way, in way too long. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's going good. We're having a hell of a time. Oh, and Kurt, so you're talking about that. having a jet. We're okay. fixing to get some really shitty weather coming in. It's going to be 47 in the morning, and by noon, it's going to be 20. It's it's hitting here Sunday afternoon or Sunday yeah, night. Over the weekend, it's going to be like in the teens, and supposedly it's going yep. to be really cold here for a, at least a week. Yeah, we've got several days of it coming, like Sunday through Wednesday or something. Uh, not going to be above freezing. So hmm. it's going to be sounds like perfect jet building weather, Kurt. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> Kurt. So, so what jet did you get, Kurt? So I've had this jet for a couple years now, I guess. It's is a, the um, is the paint cured? It's a composite. Is the is the resin dry? <laughs> It's a composite art uh, Eurosport Ultimate, one of those 3D jets with the vectored thrust and stuff on the back. Oh, nice. And, um, and contrary to what Jason will have you believe, there has been quite a bit of work. That's been done. Um, the retracts are in it. The servos are all in it. The lighting's in it. Um, so the shit that's part, done from the factory, right? Well, no, no, no. No, that one was a good shell. It was just an egg well, What scheme is it? Uh, it's the Swiss scheme, the red and white. Nice. Yeah, that'll be cool. When it's we a, it's, it's it got a, I bought a King Tech 210 for it. I think that might be a, a little on the bigger side than what it calls for. I mean, it's, it's you know, with the vector thrust, they always say you want more ass. Um, it, it physically is not any bigger than the 180, mm -hmm. um, but I think it's just the innards of it are different, obviously, if it's a 210 versus a 180. But right. um, the, my only concern is residual thrust, I guess. But everybody says if you just figure out how to land these things super high alpha, they slow down nicely. Um, what do you mean by that? Like you leave the throttle on too long and it won't stop or? No, well, yeah, you, even when you throttle all the way down, the residual thrust at idle, it's oh, still, so it keeps it's moving. still got quite a bit of, you know, thrust coming out of the pipe. 
be interested to see because like my uh what do you call it? t1 uh has the biggest engine that they recommend for it yeah and at idle it's like it won't even taxi it at idle oh, okay. so it's never a problem i i wouldn't yeah. imagine like it's You're, very very low residual thrust at idle are the wheels like super free with the brakes off uh yeah they're pretty free i mean it's uh, it doesn't take very much throttle to make it taxi, but like I don't have to sit there and hold the brakes right. when it's sitting at idle. Gotcha. So you don't even. So have I would imagine you'll be fine, Kurt. Yeah, yeah, I better be all right. I was looking to see if what that called for, but I hadn't found it yet. As far as motor size, oh, yeah. it's been this. I'm looking right now. Near. No, that one's like well, that's been one of their staples, man. I mean, they've had a lot of different versions of it. But it's just been a popular airplane. They continue to keep dying, keep building them. <laughs> I think well, if I had 160 to, you know, to 180. Yeah, 160 to 180. They had one at Joe They had a 210. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. I would imagine with that huge delta wing, you just put just a little bit of angle of its attack on it, and it's going to get draggy and slow quick. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So, so you gonna have it ready for Joe Nall? That was the plan. I made that commitment two years ago that it would be flying by Joe Nall. I just never said which year it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was seven years ago. Yeah, I don't think it's been quite that. It's a little it's six. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's Yeah, Tom would know. There was an <laughs> over at one point, and I think uh, we had a bingo card going, and we all lost. <laughs> that sounds so like you our bet take the over under carry. Yeah, our bet over under is over under. And yeah. uh, does Kerry uh, listen to this? Uh, yes, know. Mark screwed okay. it up for us. Did, and started selling him did, stuff. Uh, so. um, did he see that there? Tim's putting together his airplane, Extreme Fly. I made sure he saw it. Did he want? Okay, I saw it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made sure he saw it. I sent him a picture of it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, I think him and uh, Mike Sterling are going to do something on that, and uh, so yeah, there should be one here before too long in the area. What is he getting? Uh, he you wants one of those extreme right? flight Ravens, the eighty-eight inch. Oh, the Raven. Yeah. They're building a 60, uh, it, yeah, it's 60 CC. But the, uh, you know, the electric one, Sterling's right. got one. Terry's pretty much bought all of them in Oklahoma and then it's right. recirculated them. Why science most love that one? <laughs> <laughs> So he was only uh, there's a new one, so he's got to have different paint scheme or something. Or no, it's just bigger. It's a actual. Oh, you got to oh. put an engine in it. Oh, wow. uh, they did. Have, they did release a new scheme for the Ravens, blue and yellow, but versus that uh, red, white, and blue one that they've got. Yes, but uh, but yeah. Cool airplane. So I'm looking here. Did you get the electron retracts with yours? Kurt? I did, yeah. I got them directly from Greg. Nice. 
Um, but yeah, they're nice. like, yeah, no, I don't, you know, I mean, at this day and age, I don't know that I would do anything pneumatic. It just seems like the electric is just so much simpler and a lot less crap. And that's really been my struggle with this airplane more than anything is there's just not a lot of room to put all the shit in there that needs to go in. You know, and I can't even imagine what it would be like if you had <clears throat> air tanks and all the other crap that goes with having a pneumatic, you know, retracts in it. I agree wholeheartedly on the pneumatics. Yeah, that's why mine got sure. pulled out real quick. You're always chasing the air leak and all that crap. It just seems like I don't just yeah. Really, really I got all the leaks out of mine, replaced all the lines and everything else, and then I found somebody selling a set of electrics for a solid price, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm well, switching yeah. over right now." <laughs> so it was a oh. good choice for sure. A lot easier. Yeah. yeah, and what I'm looking at though is that they show the JPs as an option, and then the electrons are the upgrade. Yeah. Um, and which I've got jps in mine and i think the electrons are probably the better gear based on jason's experience with it seems like he has great luck out of electrons so is uh, jp electric yes yeah. it is they are electric oh okay yeah just a different brand uh the jp controller is not known for being great um in fact the one that matt has is like the upgrade for the JPs, and I think you guys determined it, that it's almost identical it, to Electron's it's or the something exact, like that. Yeah, it's the exact same controller. The Zykoi controller is the exact same one that, that the Electron's use. It's got a different oh, the, firmware on it. The Zykoi, not the JP. Yeah, Yeah, the Zykoi is the one you got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. something that Kurt might know on these pneumatics um, this was several years ago. I'm dating myself, but remember when we used to do those uh, IMAA Rally of the Giants up in like Indiana? Oh yeah. You were you there when that Byron T6 the fuselage exploded? No, I was not. <laughs> I wish I would have been. <laughs> it was. It was sitting. It was sitting on the runway, and the air tank blew up. Oh, oh and it obliterated the fuselage. I mean, there was nothing left. The canopy <laughs> blew off. Then actually, the pilots and the canopy went up, blew off on an airplane pre-ejection seat. But it looked yeah. full scale ejection seat. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say they ejected. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. The only crap. thing left was the was the landing gear, the wings, and the stab. Everything <laughs> else in the fuselage was gone. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> It was one of the. It was like a hundred. I was gonna say it's like a hundred one inch plane or hundred inch plane, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're pretty good yeah, size. They're big. They have G sixty twos on them, but the yeah. the uh, the air tank was metal. It looked like a uh, hairspray can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the guy pumped it up early in the morning, like six or seven in the morning, when it was seventy degrees, and then uh, it got all the way up to a hundred. Yeah. And that's it. It let go on him. That and that one was apparently holding pressure. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, no, there was no leak. <laughs> I would, what's bad is I wouldn't have even thought about that, like airing it up when mm-hmm. it's cold and then it expanding like that. Because it's probably sitting there at like 110 cold. Yeah, no, they, you know, well, those Byron ones, they used robot retracts. And if you didn't have them in 110, you only got like three cycles out of them tops. Yeah. So I guarantee yeah. you had it 110, 120, 
and then it probably got to 150. And <laughs> it was in the, it was during the noontime demo, so by awesome. between seven and noon that day, it it got to the uh, pressure point of no return. It was fantastic, <laughs> perfect timing. Wow, goodness! Oh, it sucked during the noontime demo. So like a bomb went off. Oh, it definitely. Well, it, some people thought that it was on purpose. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was a big deal. That was back before, um, you know, big airplanes were a thing. Like you know how we have the super fly, like fly everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back then, it was uh, the really popular flying was, was the giant scale fly anything. There was no 3D warbird separation at the time. So, long story short, it was a, it was there was a lot, lot of people that saw this thing explode, yeah. and a bunch <laughs> of them thought that it was kind of like part of the show. But turns out, <laughs> the guy that owned it was not so pleased. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't as amused as everyone else. <laughs> Man, yeah, right. yes, exactly. It's a cool story on how you lost the airplane, though. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, exactly. So, what all of uh, what what have we been up to? Because normally we do kind of a little update here. What have you been working on, Matt? Not a damn thing. <laughs> like, well, in that's all, easy. In all honesty. I haven't. I've been doing some 3D printing, and that's it. So, gotcha. Working on some resins. I know stuff. that's. I haven't done anything airplane related. I got a new Q switch replacement Q switch for my T1 that I need to change out. That I've been lazy and just haven't done. But other than that, I haven't done anything. So, there the hell's a Q switch? It's uh like so it gives you one pin flag to control your gear like you can run separate batteries to your gear separate one for your ecu and then you can run dual inputs to your receiver and control them all with one one pin flag and they're all mm-hmm. isolated optically isolated so uh you can run separate uh power supplies for that like a boom rc thing or yes yeah it is an ar oh gotcha yeah it's made by ar but uh like i said otherwise i haven't done uh, damn thing. <laughs> so when you when you got that airplane from um from Mo, did he give you all the smoke stuff that I gave him for it that he never put in it? <laughs> um, I it we had tank. Yeah, I had the tank. Um, he had a a different pump for it, but I had one of your pumps sitting here, mm-hmm. so I just left that with him. Uh, but otherwise, that was it. I. Got the fuel jug from him. He had a new fuel jug, nice. but I don't know of anything else that was smoke related that he gave me. Okay. So, <laughs> if he had a pump, he was probably using it somewhere. But he he had a different smoke pump. But I just I was I knew I had one here, so I didn't uh, I didn't take it when I bought it. You say get that piece of shit out of here. We got something <laughs> better. Well. Sort of, yeah. I just kind get of... that septic pump out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you could always run the windshield wiper once. Oh, right. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> we don't want to get him fired up so early. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> you get him in O'Reilly for like nineteen bucks. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, listen, man. listen, I see a vein <laughs> popping out from here. <laughs> <laughs> 
shit. Well, I know Jason Hill's been up to some shit. Uh, I've seen a few pictures of that. Uh, so I know he's got an update. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, you yeah, say that yeah. every time. <laughs> I got to keep a low profile. Uh, man, I got all kinds of stuff going on over here. Um, presently, it's killing me right now because I want to sand on the uh, Bombay, the B-52, and I'm trying not to because uh, Matt fusses at me about sound quality when I do that. But, Listen, uh, just hit mute. <laughs> and start doing it. Like I can turn your channel off whenever you start doing that crap. Yeah, but he's so talking. I know. We get these guys we get these guys talking. You can just hit mute and go do your thing, man. Well it's uh, a great Tro didn't give a shit. He said this is a show about building airplanes, so it's fine, Jason. Hey, I agree with the man. I I, I really do. That was, that was the, one context, of my the context on that one was right on point. He's like, you come up into my shop and expect me not to bust out the 80 grit? Damn, you're giving him some credit. I thought it was some like 26. <laughs> you know, I buy Balsa USA shit. You got a freaking sand on this every moment of the day. <laughs> yeah, River Rocks glued to some construction paper, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, so the B 52 is on the table right now. It's upside down, and I've got a literally a two foot hole cutting the bottom of it, putting the Bombay in it. And I've uh, started lining the Bombay, or I should say lining. I reinforced the edges of the Bombay where the uh, fuselage meets the uh, gear doors or not gear doors, Bombay doors. And um, that's what I'm trimming up right now and sanding. I'm just getting it all boxed out, put some carbon fiber in the, uh, it's actually carbon fiber and ply laminated um, on the edges of the Bombay just to strengthen it. It's also tied into the, the bulkhead forward of the Bombay. The carbon fiber is tied into the bulkhead forward and after the Bombay um, at the lower edge of the fuselage just to kind of add some strength when I had to cut out that whole section, you know. And I also have the mold for the Bombay doors. Uh, one third of it sitting here in front of me. The rest of it is on the printer right now. Uh, so they'll be made out of carbon fiber just like my gear doors. And I ordered nice. the actuators for the Bombay doors yesterday, yesterday or the day before one of the two. So, uh, that's the main project right now, getting this thing ready to go get some paint thrown on it. Oh, and the gear doors are on. Hasn't been flight tested with the gear doors, but they're on and they're working. And again, that was the electron. Um, I use their controller. Um, the actuators actually came from, I'm trying something different. It's from a company called Actuonics. They make linear actuators. Uh, they're up in Canada, and they make a linear actuator, a couple of them that work directly off of six volts from a RC type receiver system. So they you plug them in just like a regular servo, and they have uh, uh, distance control, just like a regular servo, but it's a linear actuator. And um, that's what's working my gear doors now. So that little GS200 controller from uh, Electron, which will do eight gear doors. On, on one model. It's working really well right now on this. And, uh, I love it. But uh, so it took a Let me while. look at something. Let me look at something here. But I think, don't quote me on this, but I almost think that high tech makes linear actuators. Oh, they do. I know um, they do. Okay. So you're aware but, of that. I got you. Yeah. But I looked at several brands. I actually looked at Electrons. I looked at high techs. 
I looked at Actuonics, and Actuonics had the better deal on the uh, when you compared the strength of the actuator, the size of the actuator, and uh, the price. And also, gotcha. uh, the one thing I didn't, some of them, this particular one, like I said, is like a servo. So it has distance control. If you t- dial in, just, I mean, you can put it on an elevator servo. And if you move the stick, it'll move just proportionally, just like a servo would. Or you can plug it into an elevator channel and it'll move proportionally, just like a servo would. Some of the other brands don't do that. It's all or nothing. Yeah, you got to buy the actuator on the length, right? Like it's, you want right. 100 millimeters, you got to buy 100 millimeter. You got to get exactly oh. 100, meter, 100 millimeters. And then you have to set up your mechanism to work at exactly 100 millimeters and exactly whatever mm. the retracted distance is. Which, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's not proportional. It's just an up or down motion. Yeah, yeah, it actually uses it actually uses a limit switch. So it uses a fully extended limit switch to cut off the power and a fully retracted limit switch to cut off the power. This, what I bought, is different. It you can actually I can go in and use the endpoint adjustment to make it stop where I want it. So it makes the setup quite a bit easier and simpler if you can imagine that. Yeah, so. I'm looking at the the high tech ones right now they got some in here 48 pounds that's a that's pretty serious uh actuonics the ones that i bought yeah they'll they'll do the same thing it depends on what gear gear ratio you get so obviously the uh, higher the gear ratio the higher the force that they'll provide but also the slower they move so it's Mm -hmm. just kind of what are you planning to do with it and you gotta match up the size of the actuator to the uh, gear ratio but uh, I'm really happy with mine. So happy, in fact, that I bought two more for the Bombay doors. And uh, I'm waiting on them to get here now. So what's funny is I'm looking at it. I'm on the Servo City's website. And yep, they have the high, high tech right next to Acuonics. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, it looks like they're uh, very, very similar. So yeah, the, uh, that should work actu- out really well for those gear doors. Acuonics L12 is a model I got they, uh, and then I, I got a yep. gear ratio because there's like three different, at least three different gear ratios. But yeah. And now uh, for the gear doors, man, they're working awesome. I love them. Yeah. The video so, you sent looked good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look like they're sequenced well, timed good. Next time I have to do something like this, I'm definitely going to keep them in mind because, uh, like I said, they, they seem to be really good quality. I looked at them, you know, when I got them and I, I like them and they're working. So I'm very happy. I remember, uh, uh, what was his name? Michael. Uh, uh, anyway, he was talking about using them on Drunk Jim, the robot mower. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. That was the first time I'd heard about using these. Yep. Man, they work great so far. Like I said, um, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with them. Uh, also, 3D printed the mold for the uh, Interceptor's fuel tank. I redesigned it, reprinted the mold. Uh, it's a two-part mold. One part's ready to go. The other part I have to clean up, put some wax on, and then I'll be ready to mold half the fuel tank for the Interceptor because that's my next project. We're going to be 52 is completed. You know, like I said, I got a bunch of stuff going on over here, man. It's like a little factory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, what about you, Kurt? We know it's not been the jet, but I know you've had some other stuff going on. <laughs> Yeah, I've been, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been building a lot of fuel tanks. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I took over production for Fortitude from Jason. He didn't want to do it anymore. 
Um, and it's been interesting. So I, I got my first and only dealer that we will have other than Jason and myself. Um, Desert Aircraft gave us an order, I guess, right before right before New Year's. It was the week, it was the week between Christmas and New Year's when he sent me the PO for this thing. <clears throat> 150 tanks. Whoa. Yeah, it was a lot. Um <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Um, so when <clears throat> and finally they were delivered, I think, this afternoon via FedEx ground. So I'm hopeful that everything made it in one piece because man i don't want to build another tank for a while <laughs> now my son has been helping me a little bit but his um he he um uh, yeah he's just not been showing up as much as i would like for him to um so it's been a bit of a struggle but it's done you know i'm just glad it's out the door the onesie twosie stuff's no big deal you know but when somebody wants 150 of them that's a lot yeah yeah um but I'm just glad to get it launched. I'm 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 delighted with the way it's turning out. Um, you know, Jason did a redesign. This is the V3. You know, we're calling it. Um, so it's a glueless. You know, um, there's no glue used whatsoever. And in fact, these things are ready to use. Right. So all you got to do is take it out of the plastic and plumb it, and you're good to go. Um, the other thing that we're doing that's a little different is it's kind of almost like a, a custom one-off now all the stuff that we did for for da he went he didn't want to use any sort of filtered clunks and um he so all of his were just using you know desert aircraft branded you know um tigon tubing and you know dubro um clunks either the smaller or the large ones or the bigger tanks but um if you go on my website under the Fortitude tab, you basically can build whatever kind of a tank you want, meaning you can say what kind of clunk you want, whether it's, you know, just a, a regular standard Dubro, whether it's a Walbro felt, you know, filtered clunk, whether it's a ceramic filtered, um, you know, and then what kind of pickup tubing do you want? Do you want uh, Viton? Do you want Tigon? You know, and of course, you know, the, the least expensive ones are the ones that just have, you know, a, a Dubro uh, pickup, you know, a, a Dubro clunk and then just regular old, you know, Excel on, um, you know, yellow tubing. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it kind of you get what you want. I mean, I think it, in the last go around when when these things were kind of coming as a kit and you had to make them make them themselves. You know, um, I think guys were subbing in what they wanted to use this way. You don't have to do that. You just tell me what you want and I'll build it for you, you know. Um, nice yeah, yeah. so it's, it's been it's you know the the smoke tank or the smoke um smoke pump business is, is you know waning and i think a lot of that has to do with you know the fact that smoke oil has just gotten so stupid expensive not to just, yeah. just to acquire, but also to ship it um which i got a good tip for people on that front um um robart has got an arrangement with tower hobbies if you buy either four one gallons or a five gallon bucket from them the shipping is free. Now the smoke oil is a little bit more expensive than everybody else's, but it's already got the smell good root beer scent in it. <laughs> and, and, you know, you don't have to pay a hundred, you know, twice the price because you have to pay for shipping. Um, good to know. So I highly recommend that. Uh, I'm still selling um, Aerocumulus on my website, uh, but it just gets drop shipped from, you know, from divorce out in California. So it's just, I sold a five gallon bucket to a guy this past week and it was, I don't know, I think he paid close to 250 bucks for five gallons. This mm. is stupid. Yeah. Wow. I, don't quote me on this, but I think you can buy five gallons of Robart from Horizon as well and get free shipping. 
There you go. There you go. Well, I mean, they own towers, so that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Has Robarts always been centered? I th- I don't know. I don't know if it's always been centered or not. I know the stuff that I have is, you know. Okay. No, it has not. They just started doing that. Doing huh. Not too long ago. Yeah. I didn't know it, but it's actually listed as a subtle root beer scent as a key feature. That's what I was just looking at, too. <laughs> <laughs> the key feature. That's funny. It is also backordered right now. So, uh, uh, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the scent thing is nothing new, but actually putting it in there, you know, blended it into the, into the oil is kind of nice. Because we used cool. to just add it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. When Zhang was was the smoke smoke guy, he had all kinds of smelly good 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 smelling stuff. And I think it's just, it's business just the same additive that they use in the top fuel. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's the same thing. It's nothing. Um, I can't remember the name of the company that makes it, but they make several different ones. There's like Groovy Grape. Yeah, Groovy I remember Beer. Grape. I say I've got Grape. Uh, Grape is one of the more popular ones. Cherry. Yeah, there's a... It looks like a slushy machine at the quick drip. (laughs) The one that always got me was the guys that would get the marijuana smell. And it's like, yeah, that's not even close. (laughs) What do I know? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) But there might be a bottle of it sitting in my shop. (laughs) But it does not smell right. Anyway, I don't... I I mean, I I assume it doesn't. One of those guys. That's for when you're done for you. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> I think I have a pina colada one too. I need to try that. Yeah, they did. They did make a pina colada one. Yeah, uh, I have that. There was a, a performance shop down in Monroe when I lived there that sold it, and we would buy it and run it in our four wheelers. It is pretty cool seeing the fuel tanks out in the wild again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say I got mine. I've, it's sitting in my jet. Just waiting for a good day to go fly it, but so you uh, got it hooked up and ready to go already, man. Yep, yep. Oh, fantastic! That was super simple. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, except good. plug a line into it. So there you yep, go. That's, that's good to good. go. But yeah, I appreciate you getting me one out. Um, Absolutely. it definitely fits better than the other tank that I had, and uh, a little one I had been running. Uh, it gave me about two minutes of smoke. This ought to last me the whole flight. So that nice. fifty ounce tank. So. But yeah, that's the key problem I have found with jets is you yeah, burn about burns. a gallon of smoke oil in four flights and you burn five gallons of diesel in like eight flights, seven flights. So it goes through lots of fuel and lots of smoke oil real fast. Yes, well, it depends on the size running? of the jet. You know, they make smaller ones. This is true. Are you running? <laughs> are you running just uh pump diesel with the King tech oil added on yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's all. I've been running, I think, clay the same. So. Yep, same. And yeah, Jason, yep. it doesn't matter. I mean, we have a one liter or one gallon fuel tank, and you have, what, two and a half gallons worth of fuel tank in that F-18 that you fly for 20 minutes? <laughs> it's 80 ounces. It's just 80 ounces. Whatever. Whatever. He just has a really efficient engine. What's, <laughs> what's that? That's a, is that a 75 or 85 in that one? It's a 70. It's a K-70. Yeah, oh, so that's the difference right there. Mm-hmm. 80 ounces feeding a K-70. Well, my point is, in a flight, he still burns just as much fuel as we do. It just takes him 20 minutes to do it instead of, you know, six. Right. 
That's true. I've told I've told y'all before. The, the reason I put a turbine <laughs> in it in the first place because I was tired of the the EDF getting three and a half minute flights. I went from one extreme to the other. <laughs> and my problem is, is I like it to be chooching all the time, so I don't ever really just cruise. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our move, our move at Joe Nall on the main line is like just get behind the turbines. It's only going to be six minutes tops. Right. Then you get up there with your RV870 and just piss off everybody. Yeah, <laughs> well, that happens. But the, I like, that's a side point, sidebar. <laughs> I like taking that uh, F 18 to jet events. And halfway through my flight, I have people come up and ask me, are, are, Don't you need to land? Isn't it about time to land? Yeah, no. Did you reset your timer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only at the halfway point. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but that, that's also because our ears are about to be bleeding. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a personal problem. <laughs> So, Kurt, I'm looking here on your site, and uh, you never mentioned the name of it, but uh, I'll throw it oh, out there. Holy, Holy Smokes, Smokes RC. HolySmokesRC.com. Yep. I'm looking here at it, and I see that you added the ceramic clunk to it uh, yes. as an option, and I wasn't aware of that, so that's cool. Um, yeah, honestly, I've had I, great I, luck I really out of those thought, personally. I really thought we would have more orders for that by now, but it seems like the clunk of choice is the wall, bro. The thought one. Really? I would have figured yeah. the ceramic would have taken it to yeah, well, the way I would go. Know, yeah. According, people just don't realize, you know, how good it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, according I'm to the, the internet, those felt ones are going to ruin your engines. Yeah, Even though yeah, it's exactly. built by the same people that build the carburetor. They make the carburetor right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do so, they know? I'm a, so, I'm a dummy well, on the subject, but what is, what's the advantage of the ceramic clunk? So, okay, so a couple things. It's um, the ID of the um, the inlet is very large, so high flow. Okay. Um, and, and, and when you slide the ceramic piece up, you can see that, like, where, you know, the surface area that it has to draw from is, is huge. Um, and, and it just kind of puts to, to bed any sort of concerns about the, the felt, you know, getting into yeah. the screen for carburetor. Um, that makes sense, absolutely. Yeah, but, and, and yeah, there's really not much difference in price, you know, between those or the others. I mean, it's just, you know, everything is just a buck or two more, you know. The one thing that I will say about running the um, the Viton tubing on there, if you look at some of the pictures, um, you'll see that I'm using the typical trick where you just cut an extra little sliver off of an, and slide it on, you know, where it goes onto the clunk. But if you look closer up to the manifold, we've got a spring clamp on there. Um, okay. So that, you know, at that point, you know, you can rest assured you're not going to be sucking any air out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the problem that Kurt has created here is that <laughs> he's creating fuel tanks that you will never need to replace. So oh, there's no. going to be a point have at you, which he can't sell any not, more fuel tanks. <laughs> have you not seen Garland's sad page? <laughs> Did he break <laughs> one already? <laughs> they turn those things inside out all the time. It'll be fine. <laughs> about 90 miles an hour when it the earth. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I was referring more to is like you, you take one of these tanks with the you know good O-rings and Viton tubing and everything. It's you you don't it's a maintenance free fuel tank. I mean, that's the whole idea behind this, right? Well, it really is, and especially when you get to the 50 and the 64, because so the throat on the 50 and the 64 is a little bit tighter than the 32 on down. 
And so um, when I put these things together, I actually got to use a heat gun to heat them up. Um, so that, and we use a, a metric um, uh, O-ring as opposed to the ones that, you know, that are not on the other ones. Um, you know, with a little bit of heat from your from your ceiling, you know, your ceiling gun, it, it it slides right in. You know, but at the end of the day, if you were to try to take that thing apart, you'd just destroy it. You know, so that's the that's why I'm really not even offering that as an option. It's only the only thing I offer. You only can get Viton in in the sixty four. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, because when they're together, they're together. Yeah, because if you were to put the same heat gun. <laughs> you know, to that bottle with the manifold in there, it's going to expand as well, you know, so it's not going to do you any good to try to take it apart that way. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. But anyway, it's been a fun exercise. I mean, you know, the, the goal of this really was to get my son involved and and to kind of get him, you know, understanding what it's like to run a small business. And, you know, we're making, we're making some strides, but at the end of the day, you know, if I were to kick over tomorrow, Jason had to fly up here for a week and show him how to do everything and he could take over. <laughs> well, let's not do that. We got a lot of stuff to do, Kirk. We got a lot of fun to have before anything like that. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, we still got to fly that jet, Kirk. <laughs> well, I'm not making any guarantees about Null this year, but who knows? <laughs> well, if it don't make it to Null, you just think that everybody having a picture of you on your phone was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a threat, dude. I gotta tell you, every time that happened that whole week long, even with me getting like on my deathbed for half the time, I could never. Every time I would see that, I would just laugh my ass off. It was so funny. That was the other day. I saw pretty quick. <laughs> I saw totally it on Facebook the other day. Uh, somebody had uh tagged Gemma in it and was like, You remember this or something the other, and I just I laughed. Hysterically, oh, all over again. Oh yeah, it was on Gemma's uh, Facebook page here recently. So I just talked to Dave Garl yesterday on uh, on Messenger, and uh, Reeve Snyder just booked his flight. He's going over there in April. Oh, really? He's been there for a month, right? And then coming home, and then we're off to Joe and all for a week. Oh, I and heard he was going over there for the. Uh, uh, Festival of Aero Modeling. Yeah, there you go. It's the one that he gave us all the shirts for last year. Exactly. Well, uh, that's yeah. in June. Yeah, oh, that's, that's later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so, uh, so he's going for a Yeah, they tried to talk me into doing. It. I'm just like, there's just no way. <laughs> well, last year I talked to to Dave and to uh, Aaron or Bones, uh -huh. and about uh, they wanted some of the tumbler cups. They wanted some laser engraved tumblers. Oh, but yeah. uh, we we figured out that the issue was shipping to Australia is oh. definitely not worth it. So hopefully, I need to talk to them see if they want to do that for pickup at Nall this year or not. So, okay. nice. yeah. but I would love to go over there to that event. I I would imagine that's a great time. <laughs> um, I'd probably get called a bloody yank and lots of other. Other nasty expletives <laughs> that we shouldn't say on here, but <laughs> yeah, they use a certain word very liberally. <laughs> yeah. The C and the C they, and X they get, yeah, yeah. They, get you, they get real. A lot of people get appalled. 
It doesn't mean yeah. the same thing to them. <laughs> no, I, if they don't tell you that, you're not buddies. It's that clear, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, you're not on the, the CNN. <laughs> if you're not on that list, you might as well just go ahead and leave because. <laughs> well, and then you're not going to go then, well. Uh, the poor little, the poor little Asian girl, uh, uh, Cal's girlfriend. You know, they were traumatizing her with trips to Walmart and all kinds of other redneck shit. Yeah. Bass Pro Shop. That's the one that put her over. She's she's still around. It must have not been too bad. Yeah, she's still hanging. <laughs> nice. I like how what have you been working on. So, but other than that, I would tell you the only other thing I'm, is I've I've resurrected this half scale um, exclusive model ball pitch challenger project, and Ooh. it was Ooh. when I got the thing it was an absolute basket case. The wings were shot; um, it was just awful. But um, I ended up getting a set of wings and a stab and elevators from Hempel from his Challenger Three. So I'm I'm do, doing the retrofit to try to make that work on an exclusive model ball fuselage so that's that's kind of i started working on that and then i got this order from from da for all these tanks and that's kind of now that that's out the door i i, I kind of hope to be able to do a little bit of work on that you know this weekend again so Ooh, sweet that'll be neat i'm gonna put a, a two probably a 215 twin on it is the plan Ooh, nice. nice nice that'll be a fun what one. about you don hockle what have you been working on Oh, um, I've been recovering a power trainer for my kid because we ran it into the bushes a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and it's straight out of 1990, and it's got that uh, contacts, um, like shelf paper covering on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, all you got to do is walk by and breathe on it, and it shatters. <laughs> so him and I have been monocoating that thing. Um, turns out that once you get underneath that stuff, airplane's actually pretty decent. Is it? Yeah, it's not too bad, but the the Is that covering, the blue and white tower, yeah, it's trainer, a tower trainer forty size one. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That's the one that he was like. I I picked up the radio for it, and he, and he promptly was like, "No, don't mess with it. That's mine. Don't fly <laughs> yeah. my airplane." <laughs> Yeah, that's it. So the um, him and I have been working on that here and there. He's got the he's getting. It's one of those great ones because who gives a shit what it looks like? Yeah, you know what I mean. So we've been doing that, and then uh, I've been building a carton cap, thirty five percent carton cap. I got the fuselage pretty much done. Um. <laughs> trying to think of the the only thing that's left is to mount the actual canopy but I built the canopy frame for it this past weekend which turned out way better than I thought it was going to like the whole, hardest part of the whole kit isn't it if I recall yeah it's the um, the way that it blends into the cow you got to you pretty much have to have the cow and the can. You got to do it all at one time, or yeah. you can't really. So I've been working on that, and it's it's turning out really well. I've, 
I uh, I think that it's based on the weights that I've had so far, weighing all the different components. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be about twenty six pounds with a DA seventy on it. Oh my goodness! So That's going to be super be, light. Yeah, that'd be. be I kind of took inspiration from the RV8. I'm like, clearly, you can have a 100cc size airplane and fly it on 70. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so this, I didn't realize yeah, this was a, be... I didn't realize it was a 35%. I thought this was the 30%. No, that's 35%. Oh, wow. Yeah, that will be light. But the, yeah. fuselage, the fuselage is nowhere near as big as my Extreme Flight Laser. Right, right. Um, it is in length, but like girth and actual size, it's it's just quite a bit smaller airplane. the The wing itself is about the same, so it's got a lot of wing area. So it'll be a floater. You know, it's not going to be a XA plane by any means, but it'll be fun. And all the old men will love it. <laughs> yeah, have you got a, a cover scheme in mind for it yet? Yeah, no, that's the, um, Michael Goulian had a Reebok sponsorship back in the day. Okay. Um, it wasn't super popular, but it's, it, uh, it's a uh, metallic red and metallic blue and then gold trim. It, it'll be stunning. It was a beautiful airplane. Yeah. And then the, the wings. And the fuselage have the Reebok logo on it. There's not I'm a ton looking of, at it right now. That's a, a that's a sharp looking scheme. There's not a ton of pictures of the full scale one, which makes it a little bit difficult. But yeah. that one, that one, uh, you guys have never seen one. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know Kurt's seen them. I know Kurt's seen it, but the whole you know, it's like there's not going to be any arse in that scheme. Mm-hmm. Well, you say no. that now. <laughs> no. Well, what's funny is that there was a there was a post just recently about the uh, extreme flight cap that uh, somebody was they were trying to suggesting the uh, cash flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Reebok one, it's the same airplane. The Reebok one was before the cap, before he got sponsored by Castrol and he repainted right. it in that green checkers. He's had a lot of sponsors, man. He really. Yeah. Has. Yes. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. What's his uh, current one? Is it Watt, W-A-T, uh, Lighting, I think, is one of his big sponsors now? I'm not sure. I didn't even know that he was still doing shows. but. Oh, yeah. He was in the Red Bull Air Race series. Uh, right. He's still doing shows. I follow him on Facebook and uh, – mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that's the, the I'm going to do the Reebok one mainly because I got the monocoat. It's that same color. So you don't have to ultra coat it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm planning on this thing lasting for a long time. Because ultra coat only yeah. lasts five years if you're lucky. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking at it. It's a sharp looking scheme for sure. Yeah, so um, I pulled it up too. It looks good. Yep. Personally, I was always a fan. I mean, I'm sure a lot of guys will tell me I'm wrong, but I was always a fan of Matt Chapman's 
paintball splat scheme or whatever. It was a beautiful airplane. Yeah, that was a to really me good to me that's that's classic cap to me. So <laughs> the paintball one. I love that one. Yeah. Oh God, we got it. <laughs> No. It was cool until it got turned into an ARF, and then everybody in there, you know, and then you just saw them all over the place. <laughs> fucking ugly as hell. It's Target. not ugly as hell. Target on the bottom. It's fucking awesome. It looked like something out of Looney Tunes where you're just waiting for the Wiley Coyote to come in and shoot it with an arrow. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. This is shit. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Horrible. No, that was, that's, I guess yeah. that's why they make uh, Ford, Chevys, and Dodges. You know, everybody's got to have something exactly. different. Whole bunch of different colors you can get them in. You know, and then you got Android users out there just trying to watch the world yeah. burn. Oh shit! Here okay, Blue Thunder. And then important debate: blonde, redhead, or brunette? Redhead. You know? boy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so yeah, everybody's going to disagree oh, yeah. on this one. Really? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go crazy, you might as well go crazy. I don't He's like that wrong. level of crazy. There's a there's a limit. Crazy. He's not Fuck wrong. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready for that level of crazy. Oh, well. yeah. it's fun. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to wake up with a gun in my face. You know, you voted Blue Thunder over Airwolf. You're already that level of crazy. Yeah, you're already. That ain't rocker. got nothing to do with being with the redhead. I was just referencing your level of crazy. That's all. <laughs> so Brian Christensen was at my house the other day, and I turned Blue Thunder on. He's like, I've never seen any of these movies. I'm like, this is, you know, prime '80s cinema right here, Brian. You have to so watch you're, these. You're you're trying to brainwash him. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to tell him to watch. He needs to watch Airwolf as well, and now, he can make an I'm educated gonna say, choice. Me and Jason got to undo what you did now. <laughs> now. I showed him uh, Iron Eagle as well, you know. Oh, well, uh, uh, and Firebirds <laughs> too, for that matter. So, ooh, oh, man, ooh. still love Firebirds. Yeah. And, he hung, and he hung terrible. around through it all is that. So bad. Uh, through most of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he hung around for a while uh, here the other day. He come down. He come flew with us a couple of times here recently in Duncan, and yeah. come over to the shop and hung around afterward. He's not as corruptible as his dad would be proud. Let's put it that way. He's not. <laughs> he's enough no, no, corruptible, but he's not. Proud. We've tried to yeah. do a bunch of shit to him. He doesn't bite at all. <laughs> no. <You> remember, <laughs> remember when we were at Skinner's this past year and. I just was told Corey, I'm like, we're out in the middle of the field. What's the worst that can happen? He's like, give it a try. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't crack that kid for nothing. That's like trying no. to get him to eat something. He's like, no, I'm going to sit here with my tortilla and leave me alone. <laughs> I saw him eat a cracker the other day. Oh, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Let me document this. I don't know how, I don't know how that <laughs> kid keeps something. kicking. As little as no that kidding. boy eats, man. Dude, he makes me look like the fattest kid in the world because we go like eat twice in a day and Brian hasn't ate once. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you're making us feel bad here, Brian. Well, I can tell you who's going to win that war. It's Mr. Fucking Cider. <laughs> there ain't yeah. a fucking snack he's missed. 
God damn. You, oh, speaking of that, I gotta go it. back by gotta go back by Sam's before he comes back up here. Get some more. Well, see, the thing is, is we even me and Matt took Brian to like a typical place that most teenagers would love it. Well, we went to Pizza, pizza Hut. Hut. And we're yeah. like, dude, do you, do you want some pizza? And he's like, No, I'm good. I'll just take a drink. How about a cheese? And then he showed up a week later at my house and he's like, Oh, well, I still got that drink from when we went to Pizza Hut. <laughs> what? what? Holy cow! So is he on like a real strict diet or something, or is self-imposed? I just don't think he likes it. I know. Okay. Yeah, I just don't think he's a big fan of it. So, but. Yep. I'm not real sure how he keeps uh, keeps kicking. To be honest, as little as he seems to eat, but you know, he eats peanut butter every once in a while. As I said, dude, Brian's so much fun. Hey, he's a funny kid. Great time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it's getting better too, Jason. It really is. Uh, Matt and I have been flying with him quite a few times here lately. And, and uh, he's usually one of the last ones loading up to leave. And so his, uh, his smack talk game is getting yeah. really strong. <laughs> I was about to say, he's, he's getting pretty quick. <laughs> yes. He's getting out. He's coming out of his shell. Pretty funny. You know, he's uh he's been out of a shell for a while. But yeah. You All know. you gotta do is watch on Facebook. He's a silent assassin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Somebody gets fired up and it's gonna be a comment pretty soon. So he does that all the time. He jumped over Kerry Howard the other day. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he even uh, even jumped in on the uh, whenever uh, apparently my shop set off. Oh the, shit! Oh. <laughs> I was wondering oh, if you were going to yeah. go into that. Good God! Oh, no, that was boring. What the fuck, Could dude? You, it it is getting a little boring this weekend. Could you post some more shit? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so funny story about that. That guy left Facebook entirely yeah, he, over that deal. Yeah, he completely shut his shut his Facebook profile off after that whole debacle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We all got blocked, and I went and had Michelle look him up. I was like, "Hey, look this name up. It's gone." Yeah, he gone. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> Talk about some fucking entertainment. Holy shit, that was almost <laughs> as good as you selling my laser for four hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> do you hear? Do you hear about that? Kurt? I did not hear. Oh, that was all epic. right. Tell the story. Are you proud of yourselves? <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty good. Tell the fucking story. See, the fact that you said that right there makes this the best story of 2023, in my opinion. So, uh, Kurt, you know about the, the whole for sale sign game? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, right before Cajun, I cleaned my trailer out and I put the for sale sign in my trailer. Uh-huh. And when we were at Cajun, uh, I went to the trailer and I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. So I get it out and I'm writing on it and I put on there uh, 400 bucks uh, needs sold today, like needs gone today or something like that. And I asked uh, Kyle, I was like, hey, man, uh, whose name should we put on this? Like whose phone number should we put on here? And we come up with William White because William was supposed to be at the event and he bailed on us to go deer hunting with Brian's sister. 
Uh-huh. And so <laughs> we're like, well, let's put <laughs> Yeah. So let's put William White's phone number on That's this. What they call on it. This yeah. 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 Is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> right. That's the opening weekend, you know. Hand, hand. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was open. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, I just I was just looking on Facebook and I found the photo of it for sale. Four hundred OBR. Our best offer. Me yeah. sold today. Five oh one. If you want to call, you want to get a hold of me. Five oh one. Three nine eight one six zero one. All right, William. That was Kurt that said that. I didn't put your phone number out there on the internet. That was all that Kurt. <laughs> but so, oh, it's not hard to find. So the picture oh, on yeah. the internet. So it's too late. So then we go into, okay, well, who are we going to prank with this? And so Kyle and me are brainstorming on who we're going to get. And we start walking down the flight line and we see Jason's laser sitting there unattended and him and Brayson were nowhere to be found. Perfect. Okay, here we go. And it never even crossed my mind that I had advertised an extreme flight laser for sale right before Cajun and said, I, I could deliver this to Cajun if you're interested. So it worked out even better than I thought it was going to work out because here's an airplane that's seemingly identical with the for sale sign on it. And so we, we plant the for sale sign and then we go back to the booth or back to our tent. And honestly, I almost kind of forgot about it for a half hour to an hour, whatever it was. And then Johnny Falgu comes over the PA at the event and said, Hey, whoever has the red laser out here for sale, there's a guy here that wants to buy it. And that's when we knew we struck gold. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we start walking down there to, to witness what's about to happen. And uh, apparently that guy got real mad when he found out that it wasn't for sale. And uh, I believe Jason made the comment that he's like, no, man, I already bought this thing. I just got a smoking <laughs> deal on it. <laughs> yeah, about I put time, a little gasoline on the fire. Yeah, and about that time, uh, that uh, William White pissed. calls Brian. He calls his brother-in-law, <laughs> Brian. And uh, he, we're like, hey, has your phone been ringing? He's like, I got 12 <laughs> missed calls. What the hell have y'all done? He said, I got people telling me to buy this thing. <laughs> save it for him and everything else yeah rob maxwell had some guy texting him like hey pick this thing up right now don't let that get away <laughs> <laughs> apparently it had spread like wildfire all across facebook and this flying event and one old guy got real pissed off i mean boy he was mad mad that he uh couldn't buy this airplane for 400 bucks but uh and then the best thing that happened was jason looked at me and kyle and said are you boys proud of yourselves? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Yeah, the fucking event coordinator calling you on the PA. There you go. Oh, dude, I about fell yeah, out of my chair when you hear him come over. He's like, "Whoever sold uh, this laser?" Was I was like, "Oh fucking, damn!" No, it was, it was uh, funny. It was great. So, is that Until when you that realized that man, your plane was sold? Yeah, or had you already seen it, it before? That, that old man. <laughs> He was not fucking pleased. He was pissed. You didn't see the whole transaction. Like he tracked Johnny down. It was a whole thing. And Johnny's yeah. like, I'm sure these guys are honest dudes. We know everybody out. 
Like pretty much broke his heart. Whoops. I didn't oh, man. I mean, once I finally realized what was going on, Brian is the one that was really instigating the whole thing after you guys. <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's like, You haven't seen that yet? The fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> Well, I don't go out on the flight line until it's time to go flying. And then I, all this chatter. And then we, I finally go out there and this, well, actually, that's when Johnny was out there with the microphone looking at the sign. He's thinking to himself, it's like, I wish I would have found this sign before, <laughs> before this guy did. But he, he got on the microphone, did the right thing and called the owners. And the next thing you know, that old man is so mad at Clay. <laughs> He's like pointing his <laughs> finger. <laughs> William's even saying that like people are seriously like gonna PayPal me the money to make sure that they get this. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to send William money. To, to save <laughs> yeah, he was about to start bad. taking payments. I think. Yeah, yeah. So all that went down, and then. When it was all said and done, the guy's still pissed, and I roll out there. I grabbed the transmitter. Bryson and I went out there, and we just grabbed the radio. With, I, I made the. I actually made Bryson tell him, that, "We bought this for three hundred and fifty bucks. It's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> it flies great." <laughs> I'm not sure who was more. I, I would think that guy was probably more pissed than the uh, the forty dollar apprentice guy, but. No, we did a good job pissed, of pissing off the of- 40, no, the $40 <laughs> apprentice guy was mad too. <laughs> he wasn't happy uh, either. But that no, old man was not pleased with your little fucking shenanigans. <laughs> Whoops. You guys are ruining <laughs> the hobby. <laughs> well, damn, we sure had a good time doing it. <laughs> <laughs> One fly at a time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Spread uh, one, knife, one knife edge at a time. So speaking of fly-ins, what is the next event? Is it Joe and all? Or we have something soon? We have Greg Skinner's Skinner's, event. It is probably the first one for me. That's That's early April. It's the weekend after Easter. April weekend. When the hell is that? April. The second weekend. I think April 1st is Easter. So it would be. Oh, okay, cool. That's good. Yeah, because I haven't been, and I, I, I don't. In fact, Clay, you and I were talking about this on the phone the other day. <laughs> I don't remember why I didn't get to go last year. I had a conflict of some sort, but um, I definitely want to yeah. make it. This year, so, so it'll be Easter is uh, March thirty first. So it's the yeah. yeah. Go ahead, April fourth through the seventh. So we're trying to, so I finally got Skinner to quit calling it fly the river and call it weekend at Skinner's. I thought that was more fitting. (laughs) Well, it might be Skinner's Island this year. So I don't know. I mean, because the rain. No, no, no. No. (laughs) Oh, because the people we kicked off. Think of more tumultuous. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, yeah. Well, was, they had this meme on Facebook that was uh, uh, about Epstein. It was a weekend at Jeffrey's for the uh, uh, whole Epstein thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so 
I you sent know, that to Greg, and I was like, should we call it Skinner's Island this year? And uh, Matt oh, told me that apparently that crosses a line. I was like, so, no, 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 we should well, not. You know, I don't need to be on that list. You've had a lot of that line crossing lately. Yeah. I, the uh, douchebag on Facebook the other day that was got so upset about your shop, he was talking about Skinner's thing, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're not invited to that place. That's what I oh, started yeah, to put that in there. He's going to donate $10,000 to Greg Skinner so he can kick Kyle's ass. Yeah. <laughs> that that well, fool doesn't own um, a house or a car. He lives in a little bitty apartment. He don't. Nah, he ain't got ten grand. But anyway, let's <laughs> go Wayne Wagner about him. Oh, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Lots of stones being thrown right here. Oh, yeah. I'm just anyway. saying, I mean. Fucking oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this therapy well, the podcast. Uh, well, apparently yeah, it's see, a shit-talking show. Jerry Skinner right now. <laughs> Jerry Skinner. <laughs> oh, that's a oh, great name for the event. Matt. Jerry Skinner. Is that Jerry is Skinner. awesome. <laughs> oh, it's done. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Skinner. Uh, after, after last year, it's so fitting, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Jason Donoggle laugh that much in my life. Uh, <laughs> he, what, he was completely red in the face. Doing? Oh, it was the airplane graveyard hanging from the tent. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that was, was a Spiegel, wasn't that it? Was, that was no. no well, he it was it. Jason. Well, Spiegel started it with a helicopter. No, he just gave me the artillery. I started it. Yeah. No, Jason was the one that was hanging them up like trophies. <laughs> oh, well, shit. The, I saw all the, those deer stands out there. I thought it was hunting season. Didn't the uh, Cub guy? I swear I ran into that Cub guy again. The Cub guy uh, didn't think it was funny either. No, no that's what's you, made it even better. I'll uh, tell you who didn't think it was funny. It was fucking Danny. <laughs> no, he did not. No, yeah, and Don't your cub guy got his money. He can't be complaining. He's just mad because yeah. everybody's having fun. That's so another the part guy. of the, the Cajun Huckfest is one of Danny's iMac buddies parked right next to us, <laughs> camped out the whole time. Did I tell you about that? Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who there was a. No, Patrick's his name. I. Oh uh, no no no! There's, I there's another one there. Uh, no, there were being, several. There was uh, and- Lindell and uh, Ryan, Lindell Rowe and Ryan Gosselin, but also uh, uh, <laughs> Jason showed up. Is who I was thinking of. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of IMAG guys, and I started mm-hmm. interrogating them. I'm like, does Danny show up with yoga pants on at these IMAG contests? <laughs> oh, I've never seen Danny in yoga <laughs> pants. Oh, so it's not a thing. <laughs> at IMAC contest, he takes that serious, but he shows up to our fun stuff in yoga pants, <laughs> sponsored by Lululemon. You know, give me a break. Hey, Matt, help me remember where uh, where I heard this from. I think it was on Joe Rogan, but uh, supposedly the guy that uh, created Lululemon uh, named it Lululemon because Asians can't say L's. So I thought that Asians? was kind of a yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I swear I heard that on Joe Rogan or somewhere, but that uh, Lululemon uh, was because of Ruru Rimmon. So, 
<laughs> well, there's no wow. question. Whoever uh, came up with those is gay. And <laughs> God bless him. God, they're awesome. This show just went completely off the rails. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's engineering, yeah. man. Yoga wow. Pants. Hey, man. <laughs> there's... Is there ever makes you feel check? better about it? <laughs> Is there ever been a chick wear one to yoga? Nobody yeah, knows. But they also wear them traveling <laughs> and to the grocery yeah. store and yeah, everywhere. To else. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually a uniform for air travel for sure. It's on the history. You know why Kurt's so quiet Linda, right? right here. <laughs> what? You know why Kurt's so quiet right now? He's got a whole house full of them. I got a house full of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This He's right here. Actually, <laughs> Kurt would agree with the with the, the creator of Lululemon's <laughs> policy. Uh, there was something that came out about uh, he won't cater to uh, uh, bigger girls. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he's in on that one. Yeah, I am, I am not a big butt liker. <laughs> I don't like big butts, and I just, I just like. careful tokens on here. You never know. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> We're just after everybody, man. We got Lululemon's oh. after the Japanese because I can't say the letter L. Wow! Which I got to give you credit, no. Jay. Um, God. Dude, that what? that. That fucking uh, post you put on Clay's uh, <laughs> garage thing with, with token. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. If you know, oh. you know. And oh my God, that's good. That's so funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Clay is the one that put token on there. I put the. Uh... The two Canadian guys. You're not my buddy, pal. I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your guy, friend. <laughs> oh, God, that was great. Oh, you missed it the other day. Uh, I think it's been a trip or two. It's been a couple trips to go up to Lindsay. Jason shows up in that shirt. And nobody else got it. Except me. And I'm over there like, Jesus Christ, Jason. <laughs> I miss that one. I, I always love it there for that. <laughs> oh, I knew you would. I haven't even seen it. But I just saw that picture of Token. And I'm like, oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> we, just, we just need to show up to Skinner's with a bass guitar this year. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you know what we're talking about, Kurt? <laughs> yeah, I get the token part, but I don't. I don't and the team, yeah, I think. Have I you when you watch South Park? Uh, a little bit, yes. Yeah, there's the the token guy on there. Right. <laughs> so Jason got bombarded by Spiegel that he thought he was the skinny white guy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, when he met me, yeah. you were a skinny white guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you, we missed the mark on that one, Richard. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you ever lot. seen the South Park episode where he tells him, to, where Cartman tells him to go get his bass so he can play in the band? Yeah, they're starting a band. They're like, Tokyo can play bass guitars. Like, I don't even own a bass. It's like, go to your basement. You have a bass guitar in your basement. <laughs> yep. It's messed up. No, it's, it's so messed up. Funny, dude. 
<laughs> Let me see uh, if I can share it here because I have it right here. Hold on. Oh, I'm, I'm watching. Take guitar out of your basement and meet me over at my house. What? <laughs> you don't have a bass guitar. Your family's black token. There's bound to be a bass guitar in your basement somewhere. <laughs> hey, there was a bass guitar in my basement. I told you. <laughs> Alright, buddies, give me a beat. Oh man. Okay, nice, very nice. Alright, token, give me a smooth bass line. I don't know how to play bass. Token, how many times do we have to go through this? You're black. You can play bass. <laughs> Stereotype. Be as sick as you want. Just give me a goddamn bass knife. <laughs> be as sick as you want. God damn it. <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. I, I think that's my favorite part. Be as sick as you want. Bass. <laughs> uh, oh, well, that made, that made that thread. I mean, not that was not that it was non-entertaining, but you add a little spice in there like that. It's like, oh my god, man! The internet's really winning today. I tell you what, we've started off 2024 very strong. Yeah, we, did, we said that last year too, when Matt was all hyped up on fucking whatever in the parking oh, lot. What we had, we had that a was a year ago. <laughs> It I don't was. know what you're talking what? about. A year ago, <laughs> yeah, that's when the Gremlin was created. Listen, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It was uh, nine o'clock the next a... morning, and you're still bouncing around. Let's I go. Was trying. We're not closed yet. You fuckers all wanted to go back to the hotel. Oh yeah, it's fine. But now this year we're gonna have a. We got another one that's off the leash, and uh, that's a recipe for a real good time. What are you talking about? Uh, I'll have to, I don't know if I want to let yeah, you know don't that. Make no, that no, no, no. Okay. Yeah, no. But I'll tell you about it, but nonetheless, there's one amongst us that's it, it's so going to be a good year. Oh, so like uh, oh, saying, oh, what okay. uh what events are we going to? We're going to Joe Nall, obviously. Skinner's. Yeah. Yep. What else? Superfly. That's not time. We got Superfly. we don't we got plenty of time to worry about that. Right. So um, um I'm gonna do the, the Duncan event this year again, if anyone wants to come to that. Um, then uh, I know a few of us are gonna go to Kentucky Jets. Yep. Um, yep. Doc was messaging in our group. Today about going to Mississippi Afterburners. Um, that one's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough one to do that and follow it up with Joe Nall a couple weeks later. So yeah, because it's I don't literally know a couple. How that's going to work? Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's closer to a month, but yeah, it's it's in between. It's like maybe it's, three. It's really it's, close. It's close it's, enough. I don't. I don't think I can do that and then do Kentucky Jets in July. Yeah, yeah similar to the extreme flight thing. It's an April and then two or three yeah. weeks later, doing all happen. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, what was it? The dates on that, Jason? Uh, after murder. Yeah. Oh man, you would ask me that. It's Hang April. On. I want to say twenty second, eighteenth through the twentieth. Twentieth. Yeah. Wow, that's close. Ooh, damn. That was yeah, real close, doing all. <laughs> but it puts it right at uh. 
eight hour drive, I think it was, from my house to where it's at in Mississippi because it's just west yeah. of Jackson. Yeah. So it's about an eight hour trip. That's, yeah. It's just west of the, uh, or excuse me, just east of the Louisiana state lines. Yep. Yeah. It's between Jackson and Vicksburg on, uh, and then south of I 20. I forget the name of the little town, but Raymond. Uh, Raymond. Yeah. Raymond. Raymond, Mississippi. I think between three of us, a nine hour drive ain't a bit. It'd be all right. Yeah. I've got some friends that live over that way too. So it'd be nice hey, to. Sir, you'll have your jet ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are we going? <laughs> we're, in. we're in, baby. We're in. <laughs> so. Actually, Kentucky Jets ought to be one that uh, you put on the list, Kurt, since a few of us. I've actually there. been. I've been He's there once. Several actually. times. Yeah, I've done a couple times, actually. Um, it's yeah. it's a good show. It's it's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's it's uh, yeah. it is in the middle of nowhere. But it's a, you know, it's a beautiful airport and it's wide open. Yeah. Um, so the good friend lives just between uh, Louisville and Lexington, and uh, I stayed with him when I went out there. It was so a bit of a drive to get over every day, but it was still fun. A good time. The first year I went, they had two hundred and six registered pilots from all over the world. It's just crazy. That was awesome. Uh, and the Maker's Mark uh, Distillery is like 30, 40 minutes away. Right. We're scheduling a tour for that, right? That yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah. Don Huckle, we got to make that happen. Yeah, that's what it's good to me and Matt. Yeah, is. we're in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nice. Yep. So, uh, so what you're saying is, is you're going to fly to St. Louis and then we're going to pick you up or Kirk can pick you up and we'll meet you there then, right? Well, you're smarter. smarter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, That's exactly what I'll do. I'll have him drive me in his fancy, bougie, um, <laughs> cowboy edition truck. Yeah. yeah. Do you well, still have that thing, or did we? I do. I do still the... have it. Yeah, I didn't get. I, I was thinking about getting rid of it, but yeah. I did. I'm still All right. It. Yes, I'll go to St. Louis. Like Jason said, we could make. That's way three, shorter. If we were three of us going, Mississippi would be no big deal. Rotate yeah. out, make yeah. it a three day weekend or four day weekend, and exactly yeah. that's what I was thinking. Well, and uh, with the the Mississippi trip, there may be like a may have Doc and Keith and some other guys to go to. Yeah, it's carpool so, the whole thing. What we'll town? It's in Raymond, Mississippi. In Raymond. Yeah. Raymond. Yep. Yep. Where's that close to? Jackson. How far is that Jackson? from Old okay. Miss? Uh, just about two hours, I think, from Oxford. Yeah, at least. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Oxford's way up north, and this one's about in the middle. It is. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. closer to three hours from Oxford. Okay. Yeah. Straight south, almost. But yeah, yeah, we're closer to LSU than uh, Ole Miss. I would speculate to guess. <laughs> Well, Kurt's yeah. daughter went to Old Miss, so he knows that that's the well. She lived like in Jackson the, for a year. That's so. the uh, oh, yeah. the standard of time measurement, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. I think yeah. if the three Jackson, years, it wouldn't be that bad. 
So I got a buddy that was over in, uh, he was in the Air National Guard unit over in Jackson and flew Blackhawks out of there. And when they would do their pod walk or whatever on the ramp, he said they found nine millimeter bullets all the time over there. Dude, so I found one of those on the ramp. Pretty still. wild. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking to, uh, speaking of that, we were talking to uh, Rob Maxwell the other day. And uh, he said something about it. He's like, why are you stopping in Louisiana? If I didn't live here, I wouldn't stop here. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. That's awesome. Man, I'm glad Rob's back. <laughs> no yeah, kidding. He's so much fun. Out again. Yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, Ralph. Yeah. Ralph Maxwell. Man, You're that sort of current. No. So... Back in the, the, the same year that the IOU thing happened. Okay. Um, that same night on the lake, they had a best trick contest, the best 3D trick contest. Okay. And uh, Rob went down there and showed him how it's done. He even did the strut on the way down there. It's like, I'm going to show you how this is done. So he drags his tail through the, basically rips the elevator counterbalance off in the in the water uh-huh. doing her oh rolls. that's great for the servos this is back when Kerr wasn't so sensitive about that shit Fuck off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, as soon as he lands as soon as he lands the model airplane news guy comes by it's like man that was great. I want to, you know, I'm writing up a big story about Junal and everything else. He gets all his information, writes it down on his little <laughs> tablet, <laughs> like Superman on the fucking New, New, New York, you know, the New York press thing. <laughs> oh, I can see where this is going. <laughs> it, we get the magazine comes out. There's a big, a full fucking page, not like a little sidebar. The full page is Rob. Crashing, basically crashing in the in the lake and not crashing. <laughs> and right at the bottom, Ralph Maxwell wins 3D concert. <laughs> 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 oh, so anytime he gets lippy, anytime he gets lippy, just <laughs> listen. Hey Ralph, Ralph. hey Ralph, how's it going, that's why talk about good that That's one of the reasons I brought that up the other day in our group chat. Uh, you know, like, hey, Rob, you're going to be going? You know, we're driving right through Shreveport on the way. And like, even without hearing, I could see his wheels turning through the text messages. Like, oh, yeah. So. Oh, going to Jonah? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's literally six, one half dozen in the other. For me to take I-20 or I-40. And the I-20 route, it's right on the way to pick him up. So. A lot less hills in there, too. Yeah. And you don't have to go through Memphis. You know, that's it. Oh, well, there you go. Less chance of getting murdered. Well, you you trade Memphis for Dallas, Shreveport, and Monroe. So I don't really know if that's a trade. 
Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dawson, man. Yeah. Shreveport Monroe. Monroe. Yeah. I was going to say Shreveport Monroe, pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about those are, is you get to cruise right on through I 20. You don't have to stop at the stoplight where all the uh, hobos are hanging out like you do when you're in Memphis. So, Memphis. Well, I lived in Shreveport. I lived in Shreveport. They had one Sonic that was open 24 hours. And uh, get out of the strip clubs and go to Sonic and get a slush. It was in the worst possible part of town, but it was the only Sonic open 24 hours. It was scary going over there every time. <laughs> the hell are you doing at a Sonic? Waffle House is where you go after the strip club. Come on, No, Jason. no, 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 no. So you get your Route 44 slush, you drink about a third of it, and then you fill it back up with either vodka Rump. Yeah, and then you're good for the rest uh, of the night. Uh, that sounds more like pregame more than <laughs> right. after party. That's what I'm <laughs> right. <clears throat> Don't ever let anybody tell you those Air Force guys can't drink. <laughs> Man, I've always thought guys from the South drink until I hung around with some dudes from like Wisconsin and uh, Michigan. Well, places they got like- to. They need an antifreeze, man. Dude, yeah, those Minnesota, Wisconsin guys—that's some drinkers right there. I what think else they invented drinking? They come up with some pretty wild ass games. I'll, I'll tell you that. That's where Seamus is from. Yeah, it is where Seamus is from. We we haven't seen him in a while. Seamus, okay? Yeah, what's I don't know. I haven't seen or heard out of him in a long time. I was kind of wondering if he, he moved must have got some pussy. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he's still. I will get a guy. He, he well, he posted about his dad passing away. Yeah. Not too long yeah. ago, which was really sad. Obviously. Yeah, I was but his pretty dad bummed that come down here. Yeah, and I'm pretty bummed he didn't make it to Superfly. I was hoping he was going to make it to that. And Cajun, for that matter, too. Yeah, it's, maybe he's being productive. Right. He's probably practicing capitalism. Maybe, but we definitely got to make sure that he's in in the uh, circle of fun. Oh, yeah. He's a pilot. He sure out flew the rest of us down there. Yeah, at, uh, based the on indoor the, Yeah. Yeah, Duncan, he showed me his piloting skill whenever I had to dive into the pits. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes it just takes one good knife edge pass, Jason. You've always said that, dude. Yeah, yeah. that wouldn't bother me a bit. This was bad. (laughs) Brian Christensen got me with that knife edge pass, Lindsay. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. One good knife edge pass fixes everything, but he let that bushmaster get a little away from him. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of it's, that, Brian almost got mad with the with the slap. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I was like, dude, dude, I'm step like moving behind him. I'm taking steps back. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. He's, he's getting that maneuver figured out, though. That's for sure. The old uh, the old slick is getting real tired, though. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing about that one. So. Yeah, it's gonna take that. You slap didn't realize that don't. lived through me and Kurt and Tom. That that particular slick lived through uh, 
me and Kurt and Tom at the journal one year. And Austin got his hands on it too for a while. Yeah, and that's then the Austin, Austin got it. Up with it. He totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was Cal's old one. Yeah. Oh, I've heard yeah. it. So yeah, it's, that it's had a it's rough on life. It's <laughs> on its 12th life. It's not like a right. cat. It's on its 12th <laughs> life. So right. keep sending it, Brian. I have to start videoing there when he does those slaps just for when it doesn't live through it. Yeah. Of course, we could post the video and then, you know, some armchair quarterback. I could have landed it. (laughs) Sure, sure, buddy. That's repairable. Some starving kid in Africa could have ate that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Some fool out of West Texas is going to be like, man, for $10,000, I'd landed that for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you ten grand, I could have landed it. <laughs> Will Holderness. Oh, that guy. Uh, mm. Oh, Will well, Holderness blew that GB to pieces, and then of course everybody's like, "Oh, he could have landed it." But, well, yeah, but he wasn't. Maybe I mean it looked worse in yeah, person than it was it worse video. In person. Yeah, and he wasn't oh. expecting the wing to explode. Right. <laughs> so, I only saw the so. picture of that thing in the garbage can. What happened? Oh man, it was bad, Jason. You tell him. Oh, I wasn't there. You go ahead. I just saw the video. Yeah, Will flew the life out of it. Yeah. So, uh, so Will had a. We've come to the conclusion based on two for two, GBR threes are not meant to fly. Well, isn't there a reason they didn't ever make a full size version of that? Right. Precisely. I think so. Just Just making sure. We're we're pretty confident. Yeah, that's why they never made the real one. Yeah. So anyway. Will has this GBR3 with like a ZDZ, or no, sorry, a 3W220 on it. So it's a monster size airplane. This thing's massive. Yeah. And he takes off and immediately it goes into knife edge. And me, I thought it was just Will being Will. All right. Because he will do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, of course, Will is going to immediately knife edge a GB because why not? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, he was knife edging it because that's all it would do, and, <laughs> and that's where it was stable. <laughs> yeah, and so he flew it around for four or five minutes in knife edge, and in between knife edges, out of control. And wow. so he's trying to finally land it, and it's crabbing really hard to the right. Um, which by that point, I was videoing it, and you can't hardly tell in the video, but. I had to take several steps back because I was thinking, yeah, this is about to get ugly and I don't want to get hit by this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's crabbing so hard that he doesn't want to land it. I mean, it would have definitely ripped the gear out of it at a minimum. And he goes around for another attempt. Of course, as soon as he powers up, it goes back into this uh, right wing high knife edge. And he's bringing it around the end of the runway and he tries to get it leveled out again. And about that time, the left wing exited the plane. Oh and God. once it did that, it snapped hard to the left. And it impacted the ground going sideways, inverted. And yeah. the motor went another 30 yards or so. And, uh, yeah, it, it was completely demolished. But... Uh, it was a pretty seeing, spectacular crash, to say the least. Seeing the wing departed the airplane is kind of, I think that's 
generous. It exploded. Yeah, yeah so it came <laughs> right. apart mid-flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wing the, just disintegrated. For those that I can watch it, it's on the sad page. On sad, uh, just mm-hmm. yeah, just search my name and you'll find it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was. <clears throat> It was one of those situations of when it crashed, uh, one of the kids we fly with, Hayden, was there. I just hollered at Hayden. I was like, hey, go get your truck. <laughs> so we drove the truck to the crash on that one. It was that bad instead of trying to bring it all back. So so people were giving a little shit about the fact that the wing blew off the airplane. Well, oh, it yeah, was, he, 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 he could have landed it. He, he had it. He could have landed that. Before he made that last turn, like he, he was coming down the runway and it looks like he was able to level it off and would have been able to touch down. And he may have, but the plane was acting all kinds of squirrely that you don't really see in the video. And yeah. so when it, when he decided to power through it and go around, like he's at Lindsay, he had, you know, a half mile of runway, but it, so he was it was a lot hairier. It was a lot hairier than it looks in the video when it was happening. So, yeah, absolutely. He Harrier tried to make the go around, and, and during the go around, he pulls up and goes to make a left hand turn in a knife edge, and the left wing come apart. So, just the term Harrier and GB don't go together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, oh, yeah. It was a little sketchy to say the least. Well, here's the thing about it is Will is one of the best pilots He's with anything star. out there yeah. out here in this area. Yeah. And yeah. and if I look at it and Will's having a hard time, yeah, nobody else nobody, can I, fly it. I was like, there ain't nobody gonna <laughs> save him that was there. I can tell <laughs> yeah, you. right. You know it's going <laughs> shit. It's going sideways bad. Yeah. yeah. There's no, one, <laughs> there's no one he can hand the transmitter to that's going to do a better job. Exactly. Right. I, I mean, if there's an airplane that's broke and doing something stupid, he's one of the people that I want to be in control of it. Uh, to fly a plane that is doing what it shouldn't be doing, he can handle it about as good as anybody out there. And the other thing is Will has a lot of experience with a lot of different types of airplanes from 3D to scale. Um, yeah, I mean that big Hellcat he had was a tank, and he <laughs> flew the shit out of it. Shit out of it, yeah. That's a brick. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean he he literally flew the wings off of it, and uh, the wing. <laughs> yeah, well, it became two. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get what I'm saying. It's like, so it, you got a GB coming in and it hurt her. Shit's not going to go well. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. No, it never it never got into a nose high attitude. It, no. Uh, well, it's it lucky kinda, to get to a wings level attitude. It was a nose high well, attitude. Well, I, in I thought you were talking like he had it. No, no, no. I also like no, goddamn, no, no, no. this is ballsy, but more no. hairy. There you go. Gotcha. More hairy, yeah. Precarious. So okay. Cool. Got more. I found the video I'll watch it when we get done here. Huh? So I found the video I'll watch it when we get done here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kurt's got a Kurt's got a GB fetish. Impact zone. Him and 
Oh, here it is. <laughs> oh, I, I think I made a comment so, in the video that says no, you can't pass the radio yeah, to somebody yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all you, dude. I've never flown an R three. I had this Sportster, that little uh, yellow one from Seagull, the and that league, thing flew yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm. In the it, ground handling was terrible, but that's just a GV. But in the air, it flew awesome. Had no bad tendencies in the air. I think that R3 just does not have enough rudder surface. It just it needs more I, vertical. I think the Z and the R are good. It's the R3 that everything goes bad. Yeah. Is that the one that's like the R3 is the this more um, swept back? It's the futuristic version yeah, of it. It's, the, it's a fantasy plane. It never was real. Exactly. The tail it's is shaped really like a sleek fish. One. Yeah, very sleek yeah. looking. Yeah. They're beautiful on the ground. <laughs> it's a fantastic looking airplane. So the do, the do little ones, the whiskey barrel with two snubs, right? Yes, that's the R. Yeah, that's R. No. And that's the most famous. Uh, it nor normally has a red and white paint scheme. Yeah, the yeah. Delmar Benjamin one. Kurt's was like the, three or four uh, yeah, the the red and white one. The most famous that I know of is Delmar Benjamin. That's the one he right. flew the the R one. I thought Jimmy Doolittle was the person that made those things famous. Uh, Doolittle did fly one, actually, uh, but he only flew it once. I actually remember reading this because uh, he said it scared the hell out of him. Uh, when and he touched the rudder, yeah, he said he touched the rudder and it tried to bite its own tail off. And then on landing, <laughs> it stalled at 100 miles an hour on approach, which at that time yeah. was unheard of. So he had enough. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, Kermit Weeks has a, a Z replica that actually is in flying condition. And that's the red and black one, right? No, uh, yellow and black. Yellow and black, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, but the one Kermit Weeks has is a replica. It's not a. It's not an original. There I don't know if there's any originals well, still flying. The original ones all crashed, didn't they? Probably. So. <laughs> yeah. They actually won a couple of aerobatic championships as well um, back in the day. Even though it was meant must for Must be flying against like soft with camels and Jenny or something. <laughs> 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 yeah. If anybody ever comes across one of those great planes ones, it's still in the, new in the box. I would that's the perfect size. I want to hang it. I want to hang it in the ceiling in my in my home office here. That's why yeah. I ended up getting one of those comp arf GB ones that a guy had cartwheeled, and that's the one Jason's referring to. It's sitting in the basement. But uh, okay, even with only with two two you know shortened wings on it because it had been cartwheeled, was way too big to to hang from the ceiling in my office. That's what I was getting it for. Um, but that little um, Great Plains one would be perfect. You just can't find them. I never find them. So. Didn't well, uh, it's swap meet season? You never know what's coming out in this estate sales yeah. here shortly. A bunch of those Didn't, guys are croaking. Yeah. The, Didn't Deloney have a Comparf GB? I think he had yeah. one too, and uh, he, the engine died on him on approach, and he ran it into a fence. Yeah, I don't know on that one, Jason. All I've ever Pretty seen sure. Deloney fly has been jets. <laughs> uh, every now and then he'll fly something else. 
Yeah, I'm looking at this one, this Comp R. Uh, it's a GBR2. So we were, I was referring to it wrong. It's not the R1, but the R2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nicknames like Killer Bee, Widowmaker, and Flying Coffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. That's where it signed me up. Since you guys are all movie buffs, I actually know a movie that that uh, airplane was a part of. Rocketeer. The, Rocket, yeah. the Rocketeer. Yeah, Rocketeer. <laughs> the only thing I remember is the the Jennifer Garner tip. Jennifer Conley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Conley. Okay. Jennifer Conley. Yeah, correct. but she was young. She was smoking. Oh, Lord. Yeah, she was damn that movie. And and then when he flew the glider, the spruce goose out of the out of the uh, atrium and Howard Hughes is uh at the very oh, end yeah, of the movie, he, he, he yeah, I'm gonna pops on the thing and he flies off there and he's like, Oh shit, it does fly. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. That's a corny ass movie, but good for airplane guy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was a fun movie. Speaking of Jennifer Conley, though, I got to call him out on this shit because you guys are going to back me up on this, surely. Clint and Will came down to my house on New Year's Eve. Uh, actually, Clint came the day before that. And we all were hanging out here in the shop, and uh, Clint turned on Top Gun 2. And we yeah. were watching that. Yeah, in the she shop. doesn't. That's not the same. She's <clears throat> However, Clint seems to think that uh, the original Top Gun, uh, what was her name? Um, Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis. He thinks Kelly McGillis is superior to uh, Jennifer Conley. She did not age well. Oh, well. Dude, I'm with you, Kurt. I'm like, dude, I'm like, Clint, you're fucked up. Yeah, like, he's totally way better than up. Kelly McGillis. Come on. Um, she was, she was, I didn't even think she was yeah, the, the, the 50 year old yeah. version of uh, Jennifer is way better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Way better. Even, even with the, even with the bolt on she got rid of. Dude, yeah. Any version yeah. is way better. I'm, oh, I, yeah. That's my take on it. But nonetheless, yeah, Clint. I'm glad we're having this conversation because that was bothering me. Well, so here's the other side of this too, though. As I told him, uh, Family Guy had a great reference about Kelly McGillis. Actually, it was uh, this the, the depiction of God creating Kelly McGillis, and she had a horse face, and it said, <laughs> "Just send her to the '80s; she'll pass for hot." That's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> so Clint thinks that uh, the OG Kelly McGillis is hotter than fucking Jennifer. No way. No yes. Way. It's not no happening. No. No, he's completely no, wrong. Not even close. Okay, uh, so what do you think, Jay? Is her ass big enough? <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I was going. No. <laughs> Just a piece of random <laughs> trivia, though. But uh, <laughs> Kelly McGinnis is the only member of the original Top Gun that was not invited back for. Uh, oh, I wonder why. Not lesbian now. Oh man! Carpet. She go play Tom Cruise's grandma, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he has not aged. That's a good point, Clay. She has not aged well. No. Yeah. 
I mean, he's got that adrenochrome going on, you know. <laughs> Dude, I swear he's an elf. He doesn't age at all. <laughs> I don't know. He's a Scientologist and got that adrenochrome deal going. I mean, I'm just saying, there might be something to this. <laughs> oh, Lord. You're not wrong. I'll go get a beer. I'll be back in a second. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm all drinking right, the rest start, of a. Uh, let's talk shit about no. Kurtz. <laughs> Well, no, I don't yeah. like he, ever he, he, he said he needed to go get a beer. Meanwhile, you hear the microwave start up and you hear the popcorn popping in the background. <laughs> and then he goes and asks his wife, opened up. Do you have a bowl for this? <laughs> I need a bowl for this. This bag is just way too. It, this is, uh, oh man, this is not well, proper. Well, I'm glad you guys picked up on what I was saying. God damn, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. me like, I can't be like a, a peasant eating out of the bag, you know. I'm gonna have popcorn, I'm gonna have it out of a bowl, damn it. Oh man. That's funny. Well, I'm glad that nothing bolted back. <laughs> you guys know? do realize this is gonna be a you guys do realize this is gonna be a highly rated show whenever everybody figures out we're shitting on everybody. <laughs> just how it goes. <laughs> hey Matt, hmm? I found us in the, I found us a spot. Uh oh. Um, it looks like a it looks like an abandoned gas station. Sweet. Oh boy. Perfect. <laughs> in West Texas. Rock or Austin. Oh no, West it's Texas. in West Texas. Oh okay. What 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 what's the spot for? It involves foamies. Okay, all right. Hmm. No, you don't that. have to fly foamy. I mean, you can fly whatever you got in there, but it's the, the rodeo arena. Nice. Okay. Okay. I'm in. When are we going? Whenever the hell the tiny event is. <laughs> it's in uh, March. It's in San Angelo. Yeah. March 1st, 2nd, 3rd, something like that. It's March 2nd. It's the... Uh, so, my club's supposed to be doing a swap meet that weekend, and oh, then good. I found Clay out can't, Clay can't go. That's that's fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that ain't gonna stop us. <laughs> I think Larry will be there. So, when, when yeah, it's right, to the tiny. Ironically, yeah, we're talking a- about we're talking about building a foamy just a little while ago. Yeah, yeah, no. it it actually <laughs> is. Jason, it is a really nice arena. If you got something fun to put together where you don't need to, you know, you could probably fly a balsa wood airplane in there if you had to. It is that. I've big. got an I've got an electro telemaster. It'll go pretty slow. Yeah, no, you can fly that in there, no problem. Oh, while well, I was looking for dates of the tiny, I see the first annual Jets over the Rockies, May thirty first to the June second, on their page. Mm. See how far away that is. We may have to make a couple road trips. I think That's I can fly a Mamba sixty inside that in the tiny uh, at their venue. No, they, they did. <laughs> they I made it. it. They did a good job of uh, setting their rules up. Of, it's got to be a certain size battery. Yeah. Yeah. That's don't, how they're don't listen to them. Don't 
Don't listen no. to Matt when he's indoors. He likes putting planes on top of closets. Listen. <laughs> oh, I know. That I was not the you. only. That was not the only place I stuck that. Got that thing it was, stuck. It was good that we had a cowboy there. So we got, say that. had to lasso it. I was just testing keys, out the radio we got keys guy. To every door here, but that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it happens. <laughs> That was great. In the first minute and a half, I was airborne, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. First fucking thing. Somebody's got to do it. Well, you know. Hey, speaking of that, I did get – so I demolished my uh, JR Mighty Fly at that event. And uh, I got another one mm-hmm. from Mo. So it's on. I didn't know it was possible to tear up one of those. Oh, it's possible. Hey, yeah, it takes well, lots there's of demolishing a lot of demolishing crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Here it what is. finished Jason, it off was doing this full crawler. <laughs> see. Did you see any videos of that, Jason? Where they were smashing no. them into the, in the pillars? There's a bunch of columns. <laughs> when you smash them in the concrete, they don't hold up so good. <laughs> All right. I think the uh, the deal when we were trying to fly under the bridge, I think that was the real killer. Yeah. I mean, because you're no, literally flying fun. into a concrete wall. <laughs> yeah. And you tell me that wasn't fun. Oh, no. It was a blast. Uh, you could Mamba 60 this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they do have a 3S limit. 16 ounces. Yeah, and a 3S limit. Huge. Yeah, they're real strict on their rules, trust me. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to take can a Mamba 60 there and do it. Whatever. I guarantee I could talk Yarbro into it. No, I know the guy. Mark's his name. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't know how to scale. Nice. It'll be fine. RV810, maybe? That slowed down enough with flaps? Mm. Actually, the RV810 would be... mm. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I I haven't flown those enough to really say how slow you can get them. Everybody that I'm around flies so, them how long fucking wide it, open all the time. How long does it take to uh, how long does it take to make microwave popcorn? Three minutes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably. No, no. My microwave has a popcorn button on it. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he spent uh, two minutes of that looking for the bowl. <laughs> So what's new and exciting coming out of Flex these days, uh, Clay? Anything new? Uh, Man, actually, yeah. So, uh, reindeer. Well, we were just talking about the foamies, and uh, they got the the new. So JTA and Flex merged together, so to speak, and Mm -hmm. so they got the two, like, uh, see the Edge and the Ultimate flat foam. I want an Ultimate. yeah, those things are yeah, going to be um, basically they're as much of an ARF as you can get in a flat foamy or as close to plug and play nope, as you not, can get. 95% so, done. Yeah, so like all that bullshit assembly that you yep. have to do with those, most of it's done for you. Okay. Um, those are going to be pretty exciting, I think. Um, when are they so doing that? So can we get like five or six of those before the, the tiny i think it right. just said spring Dude, it's i was close i was looking hang on I'll tell you. 
<laughs> I don't think they're going to be out until after the tiny, to be honest with Pre, you. Pre-order now, it says. It says light Do they spring. have a price? Light, light <laughs> yes, they do have a price. Good. Yeah, they're two eighty nine um, for the Ultimate and okay. $269 for the Edge. Yeah, two sixty nine on the Edge. Yep. Okay. The thing that I'm most happy about is that they stuck to the uh, green, black, and white scheme yep. for the Edge. And then the ultimate is offered in the orange, blue, and white. And and did they offer it in the red and gray? I don't remember. Yeah, it's I feel like they did. Two fifty nine on the edge. Um, the ultimate. Oh, okay. yeah, I think they do have both schemes in the ultimate. Yeah, they do. They have the red and the gray, and then the the orange and white. Yeah. Does that come with the T motor and all that too? And yep. Yes. Servos, nice. everything. That's the whole shebang. I think you need a receiver and a battery. Yep, is all you need to add to it. Uh, they don't come with the aura. No. They are just strictly a uh, receiver. You can add an aura, obviously, but it doesn't come with it. So, um, would you need it or want it? Personally, I wouldn't. You know, I flew the the, the J, JTA uh, MXS without one, and yeah. it was fine. I've got one of his Edge, and it flies fine without it. Yeah, it's fine. So, I would imagine these would be fine without it. I mean, Mm-hmm. may study it up a little bit but i'm sure it'd be fine without it but yeah the In, ultimate... if you're flying it indoors i don't think you would want it honestly i don't think it'd be a big deal yeah but uh the other thing is they just come out with the and they actually just just published this this week uh, another scheme for the mamba 60 and okay. it's a green and white scheme uh, which i'm a big fan of green so right. obviously Mine immediately went for sale, and yep. uh, I'm going to replace my Mamba 60 with that green and white one. I think it looks kick-ass. Uh, that one should be on the site now. It's been on Facebook. I, mean, I think it should be yeah. on the website by now. It is, and it's ETA on it is March. So, yep. He only has yeah. one Holy Smokes Gen 2 smoke system left in stock. I, I Pretty good pretty good odds I'll be getting an order here pretty soon. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> That it's funny because awesome. I, I usually end up stalking him. I say, I say, hey, I'm on your website. I'm stalking you. You're out of smoke. <laughs> Would you like to order five more? <laughs> I need to make my truck payment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, well I don't the, think uh, he's going to sell a whole lot of smoke pumps to Mumba 60 customers. No, but I'll no. tell you what. He's been selling a lot of them. He really has. His, no, his, I know, but I'm saying that's the electric airplane. Yeah. It's a smoke system one time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a limited offer. Yeah. Yeah. Catholic Creations fucking offers it up pretty regular. <laughs> Catholic, Catholic Creations was that was spectacular, <laughs> don't all. Holy you shit. Only, you, get, you get not only a visual sense, oh, but yeah, you get a smoke sense as well. Let's let's re- rehash that with Kurt because he was there. What well, did I overreact <laughs> to the the float plane? blowing up on the lake <laughs> the flame shooting out of the side because yeah. <laughs> these guys think that i overreacted oh goodness it, gracious no seen the look on reef snyder's face <laughs> <laughs> when the flames were coming out the side of it oh my god i've never seen anybody so dejected in my life it was awful it felt so, so bad for him <laughs> So I, I witnessed it immediately after. I saw the aftermath. And I'm coming down the road, 
And the look on Tom's face while he watches Jason doubled over laughing like a hyena. <laughs> the look of anger in Tom Reeves face oh my was God. spectacular. It was classic. Holy shit. Oh, it was classic. Yeah. As a, <laughs> as a third oh, party I observer, hearing, I keep this hearing was, these stories, um, Kurt. And I, you know, I, I feel bad. I'm like, did I not? I wasn't sympathetic enough or something. I'm like, the thing just fucking blew up on the lake. It's great. <laughs> well, you were I'm enjoying sure that's it. About it I'm not so much. <laughs> I'm sure that's about it. No, I don't think so. I think he'll I think he'll laugh about it this year, Joe Nall, but he was not yeah. amused at the moment. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, uh, this might be a two-year project to get Tommy around. To, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed pretty upset. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'd never seen one with a cast aluminum, you know, heat sink on it. It's got holes burned in the side of it. I hadn't seen one quite destroyed that way. But. Oh, my, yeah. Oh, that's when no, Russo was coming around looking for a replacement, mm -hmm. and he brought that thing over to me. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, damn. I went full throttle on that bitch, and the fucking flames went four feet out each side. <laughs> it was... It looked like no, a It was an all-time, all-time journal classic moment. <laughs> and then he's mad. At, Tom's mad at me, because I took the throttle, and I went from idle to full, and it blew up. Well, well it fault. might have something to do with the fact that you crashed the beaver in the pond the last year, the, the year before that. Yeah, well, we fixed that. That's no big deal. <laughs> that one. That was the garage sale find, wasn't it? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. You're talking about the Bushmaster. The beaver was the one that caught on fire. No, yeah, no, I'm saying the like, so there's a trend happening the here. Bushmaster. So year before last, the Bushmaster... Jason crashed yeah. it into the pond. Yeah, he flat spun it. He says these things don't flat spin where the ship. So <laughs> Let's check it out. <laughs> right into the water. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't a good idea. No, that was and then the next so, year, he promptly does it to his island beaver. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying is, is this year is going to be the trifecta. Maybe. I think that's your transmitter by that fucking look. I'm not going by that lake with a transmitter. <laughs> what? Well, you're going to miss out on all the fun. No, I'll be there exactly. with a Yeti. I'll be there with a Yeti, Rody, in a golf cart, just in a, a video camera. <laughs> just waiting for the golf cart to go rolling in the lake. <laughs> and no, it's going to roll over the float plane. No, first I didn't. I, the water. I, oh, F, FYI, I did not miss that. I, I got that on fucking camera too. The golf cart rolling, the old man. <laughs> when Tim, Tim and Ben went down there, it's like, let's fly this big Bushmaster. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Let's do this. And old man pulls up, man, that thing's awesome. Do some rolls. Does it hover? And Tim's like, yeah, yeah, it hovers. And there, the golf cart literally went by him like 15 feet away. Fucking splashes right into, right into the lake. Because the old man didn't engage the fucking parking brake on the hill. That's awesome. It goes all the way to the roof. Apparently, you know, however tall a golf cart is, is how deep that lake is. Yeah, no, this is the, the part that weren't y'all doing of, touch and goes yeah, off the roof. A lot of 
Oh, oh yeah. of course. Skipping off the roof. Of, of course. course. Yeah. Tim, Tim does a couple rudder touches. How can you not? Mm-hmm. And then, so the old man calls the rental cart guy. This is the part that's hilarious. Kurt, <laughs> were you down here when the rental cart guy showed up? Yes. Yeah, I think I was. <laughs> yeah. So the rental cart guy, him and his girlfriend, which was a smoke show, which was even better. <laughs> shows up and he's literally got a fucking rope and he just throws it around the top of the golf cart and yanks it out. He connects it to another one, yanks it out of the lake. No big deal. He hauls it to the top of the top of the uh, property. It's like it's good to go. It'll be fine. Just let it drain a little bit. It's like apparently <laughs> these these golf carts end up in the lake quite often. <laughs> maybe maybe not a Joe Nall, but they, apparently they go into the lakes uh, golf courses on a frequent basis because it was nothing <laughs> for them. They they had the equipment. They just like oh no, no big deal. There's enough of uh, the top of the roof out there. I can just throw this tennis ball on a rope and get it to snag around the top of it. And he yanked it out of the yanked it out of the lake. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Well, I guess they figure when they're getting a grand to rent one of those for a week, a few going in the water ain't such a big deal. <laughs> well, yeah, that, but I, I was more impressed with the fact that clearly these damn things go in the lake a lot. Yeah. He not had his a, technique figured out immediately. It wasn't like how not a Joe it? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a Joe Nall. He was like, oh, well, it's a Tuesday. He <laughs> slings this shit out there. <laughs> Grapples the golf cart out of the lake, it goes and up to the hill. He's he's gone. That's impressive. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but yes, that's the fun that's flight. what makes Jonal so spectacular. Is that you walk away from that place with so many stories. I mean. Where else are you going to see Kurt carry around the the landing pole from the main <laughs> from the main lines flight station? He's carrying it around well, like what, he's the uh, what is it what like do I the do uh, with this? <laughs> yeah, well, like the marching band, the people in the front that's got the pole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. What time of day was it? Oh, it was, <laughs> was four twenty. It was four twenty. <laughs> sure, oh, it was spectacular! Oh god, it was a good time. Oh man! <laughs> so we, we definitely had everybody on the whole yelling at the clouds thing too. That didn't take long at all. We gotta get Jason on the Joe Nall thing. He yeah, hasn't, I haven't been uh, there yet. Never been to one. Dude? Oh my god! No, never been to one. You gotta come. Yeah, yeah, we can fix that. Man, you're a trucking guy. <laughs> You'll fit right in. Yeah. I gotta get where I can fly off of grass. The, the you grass can fly is off that grass. There. Yeah, you can fly off there. The grass is like a golf green, man. I mean, it's amazing. Every everything you got would fly off of that runway, no problem. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I gotta give it a try. And yeah, no, for it's sure. It's that grass that, like, you take your shoes off and walk around barefooted <laughs> everywhere because it's like walking on the best 
turf ever. <laughs> Kurt, do you even wear shoes when you're out there on the uh, main line? No, not on the main line. I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. Off when I get over there and I don't put them back on until I'm walking across the, the asphalt to get to the trailer. You know? Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like just Clint, no, not to sound corny about it, but Clint's right when he talks about the way Joe Nall is. I'm like it's it's something else for sure. Well, I know he loves it. If you, oh, yeah. well, obviously you're an airplane geek, and you haven't been to Joe Nall, yeah. so you, yeah. you clearly got to fix that, man. <laughs> no, um, it's not because I hadn't wanted to; just the timing hadn't worked out. I under, I understand. I'm just telling you, you can't let so, that not happen. And, uh, so here's here's what you do next week, Jason. You go into the office, go see your boss. Be you inform him that <laughs> you inform him that you will not be at work. Don't ask for days off. I'm not going to be here these days. You guys oh. figure it out. <laughs> it's no, real it's easy. Oh, I can I can do that. You need to do that. I can do that now, anyway. I should say. Well, do well, that this next is, week. This is the next couple days, it. and uh, then we'll we'll make sure that you have a ride out there. And uh, it'll be great. <laughs> All right. I'll wear the uh, purple T-shirt. Yeah. No, it makes it better. Bring that for Perfect. Sure. <laughs> and we'll put him and Pablo together. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. What a, what a Can combo. you imagine how much fun we're going to have, Jason and Pablo, as oh, a team? Wow. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what? Am I wrong? No, you're not. Oh, you're not no, wrong. it's going to be great. <laughs> It'll be awesome. <laughs> I haven't, I, you know, I usually get to see him more than once a year. And I haven't seen him since all of last year. Well, and, he uh, only lives, he only lives a hundred miles from me now. So we're, yeah, that's right. He's in Texas now. Yeah. 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 We got a new problem. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of Pablo, he went out to Waco here the other day. He's been and, there a few uh, times. A, we need to go down there. That's a, I keep telling y'all that. We need to go down there when we get. Absolutely, we Kurt's do. retirement. He's already looked at his retirement house and I right next Waco. across the that lake. Fly, that flying field of Waco is a dream. <laughs> I, see, I want to go there. I haven't made it yet. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah. So you want to retire to Waco? No, I'm just saying. No, I just, it's, it's one of the. It's one of those spots where <laughs> if you accidentally had a lottery house, that'd yeah. be a damn good spot to have one. Yeah. yeah. No. Thanks, to, thanks to Chip and Joanna. Property right. values around there went fucking stupid. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Thanks to California. Yeah. Well, I promise you, Chip and Joanna didn't help it. But yeah, yeah. they started doing all those housing flips, you know, yeah. shit. Yeah. That that whole area down there blew up mm. pretty quick. Pretty much from like Waco to. Jason's house is all city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you never really leave heavy traffic. Not on thirty-five, anyway. Hell Way no. down. Well, yeah, the Californians have fucked up at Austin pretty darn good too. I hear it's it's worse than ever, and just the traffic is unreal. Yeah. Well, I'm glad but, we got that shit covered. I was talking about <laughs> fun. Let's go to Waco yeah. and Pablo. 
Let's go to Waco. That is so, fun. <laughs> so does he live closer to the to the Waco field, or I mean, where does he live? He lives in Dallas. Fort Worth. He's in Fort Worth. Okay. Yeah. Well, somewhere out there. What size is the runway there? It's yeah, Waco. Waco. It's a thousand, ain't it? It's long. Probably about eight hundred. Okay. All right. That's plenty big enough. Yeah. For some reason, I have a thousand in my mind. No, you've never heard of the Southwest. It's, it's 800 jet by 80. Rally. 80. Oh, no, I've heard of it. Just never made it down here. Yeah, the Southwest yeah, Jet Rally is really by 80 is September. perfect. Honestly. Yeah, 800 yeah, by 80. Fantastic. It's a big jet club, too. Yeah. A lot of jet guys. Yeah. So, uh, what did Jason say on the last show? If you can't hit that runway, <laughs> you don't need to be flying it. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Why you gotta be bringing up old shit? <laughs> Damn it! Was that Nobody said any names? Uh-huh. Hey Matt, uh-huh. Matt, good news. This one's flat. There's no fucking landing lights and no, isn't earning that shit. Uh, but I need you, that slope. If, That's if what you, saved if, my landing gear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> landing lights. Yeah. The damn runway is thirty feet wide. Who cares about landing lights? Um, <laughs> it's wider than that. It's. 50 or 60. Yeah, it's 50 or 60 feet wide, but uh, whatever. Man. Yeah, Duncan's <laughs> is 50 feet wide, and it's wider than that for sure. So the runway at Waco is more than adequate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah more than adequate. That's a <laughs> fantastic. It's pretty much one of the best model airplane fields I've been to nice. as far as the actual layout. I've been to the Southwest Jet Rally a couple times. It's pretty cool to watch. I mean, it's just nonstop. So, so the only recipe, only part of this that's missing. What jet are you going to get, Jason? You got your one picked out yet? He's going to fly yours. He's talking to Big Bird. I know he's not talking to me. I got a couple of them. I'm saying yeah. you got three or four of them already. <laughs> Yeah, what's going to be the Big Bird jet? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Radio silence on that one. <laughs> right. What's funny is he got, uh, so the other day, it's been a few weeks ago, Matt was at my house, and we went to Lindsay, and we went flying jets and come home, and on the way back, Don Uncle calls, and we – we said something about it. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not getting a jet. And then later in the conversation, Matt will recall, he's, he did say, we just keep this up. Uh-huh. Right? Something to that effect, right? Uh-huh. He said, well, you're not talking me into it. Well, you're going to talk me into it. Just <laughs> something uh-huh. along those lines. Uh-huh. I saw a post like that somewhere where he said uh, he was going to get dragged into the jet scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, maybe. So, I feel um, like I'm I, I, I've actually I've already figured out how. <laughs> so how, this is how we're going to do this: is we're going to go talk to Brayson, and we're going to have no, Brayson come no. out and fly with listen, us. Don't, and then Brayson's going to go talk to Lauren. <laughs> He's like, listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, Linda. <laughs> Look, he, are, he already knows how this is going to go. Thing. Yeah, that's fighting dirty. He's my uh, he's my guy to make sure that we always can go. And I'm not. If he decides that it's time to go flying, 
and I don't take them, I'm an asshole. It works out fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So don't ruin it. And, and when they need mom's vehicle, racing goes and ask. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. But I'm fixing all that. That's that, that's a temporary problem. I'm talking about the current situation. Yes, you're right. That is exactly what I do. I have him go ask. Because she ain't going to tell him now. And then we end up at the Cajun Huckfest having a hell of a time. Uh, you know? He... He's so much fun to have around too. <laughs> Just, I, I really, I enjoy Brayson being around. It's so much fun. He's got every club member here wrapped around his damn finger. <laughs> like he could wad up an airplane once a weekend and not run out of all the shit in these guys' closets. Well, you know what I mean. It's the other it's part insane. of this. <laughs> Well, bracing down at Cajun, there was uh, somebody had some little girls running around there that were his age. And we kept on him like, hey, go talk to them. And finally, he was like, well, so-and-so, she had to go to her parents. Like, oh, oh yeah, so you do full. know their names. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he was playing innocent for a while. <laughs> yeah, he did do that. He does that at basketball practice, too. He's already working on Brinley's friends. <laughs> you know, like his best friend is Brinley's um, basketball. When they go to the basketball practice, one of the girls that she plays with, his best buddies, her uh, her brother. He's just always oh, yeah. working. He's just he's he's found the end, and oh, he doesn't yeah. want anybody to know. Which you actually pointed that out to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, we've been here for two days, and he knows every kid here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just how he operates. But the, as far as the jet deal goes, yeah, no, I'm good. I got nowhere to fly the damn thing. I think you need a skill jet. I need a skill jet, too, Jason. We need to be on the hunt for one. All right. That's easy. You know what I'm after, too. So, <laughs> as, yes, as, bad as, as much as that sounds horrible, I actually do have a place to fly one. I got an auxiliary Air Force base that you can go fly one at. Well, Problem see? Solved. It's, but it's 32 miles from my house. How far is Lindsay oh. from me? Two freaking 50. hours, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> 50, 60 miles from my house. It's, it's about 35 minutes for me. 110 freaking miles for me. Oh. See? What's your excuse now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to use that one, but I know you guys have. He's turning into one of those fair weather guys. That's what it is. Yep. If it's not blowing 15, I ain't flying. I can't <laughs> fucking land. <laughs> I ran into oh, that problem man. the other day. We were out of the flying field. The wind died. It's like none of us could hit the runway. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> All overshooting. There's, there's no brakes. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's good times. No, I don't need a jet. You need a jet. Although it'd be fun. I'll just fly yours. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be a good way to get them hooked. You can buy your T1 after you buy your scale one. Man, actually, hey, uh, Kurt, there's a couple. Hang on. (laughs) When we went to the when we went to the COVID all, and Gene and um, yeah, and Campo said the Jets down there, we were flying the shit out of. Right. It's like, oh god, these are fun. Yeah. (laughs) So, have you guys seen? uh, I know you have, but I'm gonna bring it up. Tomahisa posted some pictures mm-hmm. of uh, they're calling it the Lancer twenty eight hundred. There you go, Jason, right there. What's that? Hang That's on, the I'll JR show you a jet. Yeah, share your screen. Yeah. I haven't seen. Hang on, one. I'll show you. Let me. Yeah, it's the one that Tomahisa's been working on. <clears throat> All right, can you guys see that? Yes. That's the Bombay. Hmm, nice, and that's a twelve ounce can. Yeah, that's a regular soda can. Threw it in there for a comparison. It'll hold a couple two-liter bottles. Yeah, you could get at least two two-liters in there. Okay. So, yeah, this thing's a monster. <laughs> you got a twisted tea in there? Is that what that is? Yeah, that's what's in there right now. Yeah, so that's the Lancer 28. the Hurakan? Is that what that airplane is, the Hurakan? When are you uh, comfortable painting that thing? Uh, I've got to get the Bombay doors on, and I've got to do something with the uh, the uh, the strut fairings. Basically, just hide the wires coming from the pods up into the wing. And so, uh, that's it. Seems like it's pretty close, right? Yeah, that's the only two things I got left, man. Bombay doors and the, the fairing for the wing. And to hurry up before the spring season hits, get it painted. Dude, I know, and I'm gonna be ready. Yeah, I gotta. Man, that's gonna be rough with the 19 degrees say, or whatever it's gonna be in the next two days. A heated body shop painted in. Well, but. I'm I'm not painting it. I've got a a painter lined up for it. So uh, that, that's nice. I just got to deliver not, it to him. You're not a painter guy. Okay, so I do paint, <laughs> and I don't know, like the F18, I painted. The 737, those are my two best paint jobs. I painted both of those, and they came out awesome. I can do it. I just hate it. It's the it's my least favorite part of building an airplane. I'd rather fiberglass an entire airplane than paint one. I, oh, I freaking hate it. And if he's um, got the guy lined up that I think he's got lined up, he's yep. a hellaciously good painter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's who I would be taking it to. If it were me, so <laughs> I wonder has he given you? Have you talked to him about turnaround time? Any idea how long? No, no, be gone. No, no, I haven't talked to him about turnaround time yet. I was trying to get it done before I right went in depth in case he said, "Okay, I'm ready, bring it on over." Right? Yeah, no, I get it. I don't want to be just, holding him up. I was just curious how long it'd take him to do it. A few weeks until yeah. a minimum, I would think. Yeah. Well, you're like preaching. A, you're preaching to the choir on the painting thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I hate it, it. I hate it with a passion. It really <laughs> sucks whenever some of your best friends are exceptionally good at it. <laughs> I can well, see that. Yeah, it's kind of like Kurt. You remember Huffmeyer's shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like really, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got my ass kicked on the most <laughs> easiest thing to paint the other day and it reminded me that I'm not a painter. So 
Yeah. <laughs> like I can get wise man knows his weaknesses. They say <laughs> I can know? get it prepped and looking good and ready to go. After that, no, I'm out because it just yeah. never goes that way. That's what was kicking my ass is I had it prepped and working like it was going really good. And then it went really bad, really fast. <laughs> and then it got worse. When I oh, yeah. Well, it, no, it got we... worse. And then it's like, like, oh, fuck. Just stop. <laughs> like, I, I can't. Like, no, stop. It's getting worse. <laughs> well, we saw your Wicked Witch of the West Spinner fucking project. <laughs> yeah, what oh, happened with that? Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking terrible. Is that the page oh, you're referring to? <laughs> yeah, is that what oh, you're yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah, it, it went all bad. Just because of the Wicked Witch of the West? Did you put well, too much you know. material on What happened? What happened was, is I sanded, I took a, I took a painted spinner and I wet sanded it, sanded it down. I primed it, wet sanded that, and it worked out pretty good. At that point, it was actually doing, it was going along pretty well. Um, I painted it a green color that ended up not matching at all. Like it was a, a few shades too dark. Okay. And at that point, it actually, the finish was actually pretty good. Okay. Well, well, uh, hang on, let me back up. <laughs> I was in the process of painting it green uh-huh. and I put a big fucking run in it yeah, too much. because Krylon. So we had a guy tell Matt, <laughs> a guy told me and Matt that Krylon sucks. It runs. Rustoleum. Well, to go. <laughs> well, I'll be damned if it didn't put this, this massive run in it with, uh, with green and so i wet sanded the green the run out of the green and i found out that krylon uh what is it called it's the one krylon fusion that shit don't wet sand to save it i mean like dude it's horrible it just gums it up. Curl, is it the one that's specifically yeah, like supposedly orange or plastic yeah yep yeah yeah and it goes like it's like sanding an eraser Yep. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and so I wet sanded the run out of it, and um, I tried to sand as uh, oh, well. Then I finished it up with the green, and then then I put it on the plane. Is like oh, it's it's too far off. Like I didn't expect it to match perfectly, but it was just too far off. Mm-hmm. So then I made the decision. Well, I'm going to change it to black, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, tried my best to sand as much of that green off as I could, just trying to keep some of the weight down. And I put black on it and everything was going good there. Um, Then I went to clear the black just to put a protective layer on it. And the black I had finished it up with was like a satin. And I was like, well, I could just top coat it with some gloss clear and it'll be fine. And then I ended up with a big damn run in the clear (laughs) and I tried to sand that out and (laughs) then it went real stupid. And finally, how much sympathy you got? Everybody's laughing at you. I was going to say, I'd be laughing too. (laughs) I haven't, trust me. I haven't gotten any shit about paint. No, we haven't haven't been there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Oh. And what's bad is the first spinner I painted, the one that's in the RV8, 
it wasn't bad at all. Like I, I primed it white, I painted it red, everything was good to go. And then I ended up chipping the paint and I repaired it, painted it again, no problems. And this one for this edge just kicked my ass. So I've heard that Rust-Oleum is a much better product than Cryolink. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. That's what we were talking about too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You remember yeah, that? I would agree uh, with that. <laughs> Remember the interceptor, Clay? Oh yeah, that's all rust oleum on it, and it came out fine. As a matter of fact, that paint's still fine. Yeah. Um, so the, ironically, now that you mention this, the RV8 spinner was painted with a rust oleum product. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, rust oleum acrylic enamel. There you go. Is what uh, the RV8 spinner is painted with. And the the edge spinner is painted with Krylon Fusion. And I'm tempted to take every bit of this Krylon that I've got, which right unfortunately away. is quite a bit, and getting rid of every bit of it because I <laughs> fucking hate it. It's just <laughs> terrible take, paint. Just take it over there to what's-his-name's gun range and shoot all the cans. Ooh, yeah, that sounds, sounds spectacular. Exactly. Yeah, let me know. I'll, I'll come. Good time. <laughs> no, no, no. We're oh, skin, Skinner's. 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 We're <laughs> Skinner's. Here we go. I got an <laughs> even better idea. Jason Hill has a massive Bombay on this B-52. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Do you think we can rig up some kind of like a pin mechanism that you like attach to the paint can? And then when it oh, impacts, man. it like punctures the can. I'm sure that we don't, can come up with something. Don't get me started. That's too easy. He's already got a prototype in mind. Don't do that to me. Here come the black helicopters. You better watch out. <laughs> right? www.black.helicopters.gov. <laughs> Jeez. I think we just go. We just go ping them with a fucking nine millimeter and call it good. Well, we could do that too, but we could also bomb some of these out of there and piss off somebody from AMA. I mean, I don't see where the problem is, Jason. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the clouds may not be lined up properly for oh, us to be able to do that. You know, well, it'll be fine. It's <laughs> fine. Uh huh. Uh huh. So back to this JR jet that Jason's <laughs> going to order. That's pretty. Did y'all see this picture on here? Yeah, that thing looks awesome, doesn't it? Pretty. Oh, you know which one it is? What is it a Hurricane? No, it's called a Lancer. It's called a Lancer. Yeah. It's the guy Go from uh, Arrow, Arrow Panda's got a really neat looking jet. It's called a Hurricane. It is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, let me look. Man, I, I think, think Tomahisa... That's beautiful. I'm really thinking that he called it. I could be wrong, but I think that Tomahisa called it a Lancer in the post that that uh, he's got pulled up there. Yep. It's running a Swewind. Is it a Swewind 220? Lancer 2800. Um, yeah. I don't know what he's got in it. As far I think as that's the size, a Swewind but... 220. So it's a 180 to 220 size turbine. Yeah. I like how the UAT is almost as big as the turbine in that picture. Right. Yeah. <laughs> big UAT for sure. Probably is a 220 then. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then Skywing's been sharing his jet. Um, that he's well, the, out Sky, the Skywing looks pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Is that on the Facebook Skywing page, or where is it? Um, it's the Skywing Genway's page. Pull it up, please. Yeah, that looks it's pretty where? good. Uh, Skywing Genway, or how you pronounce that? So you're thinking Extreme Flight's going to be selling these soon? No, oh, Tim I told imagine. me that he's bringing them in. Yeah, yeah no. They're... That's well, pretty. he didn't tell me about that one, but that's really <clears throat> yeah. Find that green one though. Uh, that green one that is that is good looking, man. And then they got that's, an orange one too. That is getting getting uh, turbines from extreme flights probably not going to be that difficult here shortly. That one right there is the one I'm talking really? about. That green, that black, sexy. and white. Ooh. It matches the Holy Smokes logo, man. Looks a lot better than that. <laughs> hey, that matches Maltzman's. There you go. I do like the orange and blue. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that one. That's uh, purple, actually. Is it? Is it? Hey, Matt, mm -hmm. I could get you the, the autograph of the guy that built it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> On the cow. <laughs> Oh, you know, can you get a number? Can you get a number two painted on it? Yeah, yes. I need him to put a number two on it. Oh man, why would you go? Don't go there. <laughs> well, you fucking went there at breakfast at Joe Nall. I'm like, really, bro? Oh man, <laughs> you think I forgot? You think I forgot? <laughs> I was hoping, you know. <laughs> Speaking of breakfast at Joe and all, I missed out on that trip this year. Yeah, I need well, to. I need to make sure I don't yeah. miss out this coming next year. That must have been when I was sick. I don't think I made that one. Breakfast or Jogo? What I miss? <coughs> Actually, I'm not sure they ever made the trip. I know there was supposed to be a breakfast trip. So I don't think I went Joe this all. year. No, I'm talking about the. Uh, I got to go get my cow autographed. I know what you're talking oh, about. We we know what you're talking about there, but Check I was ass. talking about the breakfast trip to the uh Oh the Friends Cafe. The, yeah. Oh uh, it closed down. Yeah. Oh, it They're not we there went. anymore. It's not there. Yeah. I'll tell you what I discovered this year and was then we went, Bangles, and then we went, I had never yeah, had actually, before, and that we, was delicious. <laughs> We went to. You like uh, Bojangles? Oh my God, their breakfast is amazing. <laughs> hey, wait, we, <laughs> uh, biscuits, man. Biscuits. We had to use, biscuits. We had to mail some biscuits to Tommy because he didn't make it. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that part. So we we packaged some Bowberry biscuits up and mailed them from South Carolina home. <laughs> Put them in a in a priority mailbox and sent them to him. He got them before we left Jonal. <laughs> He's like, hey man, thanks for the biscuits. <laughs> Put them up in a Ziploc bag, sealed them up good. Yep, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, the uh, post office there uh, isn't open, but like certain hours of certain days. Yeah, they they're not really big on progress, you know. Can you imagine what this town probably is going to look like when we get there next year with all the building that was going on around there? I mean, it's only a matter of time before that just becomes a burb of Spartanburg, you know? Maybe. Well, that's true, but they're still pretty slow. 
I was going to say, Kurt, I found the only <laughs> IHOP in North America that's not 24 hours, and it's in Simpsonville, South Carolina. Really? So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, I thought much. all IHOPs were 24 hours. Not the one closest to Jonal. Huh. I know that ours aren't here, but the ones that we have in town that are left aren't, aren't or not. They're not 24 hour either? Uh-uh, not, not Missouri. I'll be there. They all, every one of them I've ever been to, I mean, they may have one person working there, like in Shirts, right. Texas. Right. But, uh, <laughs> which I put a new strut in the front of my truck, thanks to Larry. <laughs> Just a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, you had to do a bunch of work to your truck. <laughs> <laughs> he decided that there was a new access road just for him. It was the LD access road. He's got a special road at the Church Texas IHOP. Is there any chance we can talk him into him, him here? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. He's all in. Well, he says that, but then he never comes. No, he'll go to he'll go to fly in. Yeah, (laughs) it's just all who you invite. Yeah, right. We'll save him a spot down there with uh with Ron Moore. (laughs) He'll be real happy about that. Actually, Tom, that is he likes Ron. Inter- that is entertaining. Mm-hmm. We oh, need if to you put don't go see oh, Ron oh, Moore. You guys want to no. talk about Joe Nall? Let's. Have you guys listened to the? I got to give credit where credits due. Have you listened to the RC Plane Lab podcast? Or I think it's the RC Plane Lab podcast. I've I listened to some I of it. Believe. Yeah. So those guys went to Joe Nall for the first time ever. They're from uh, Springfield, Illinois. And I actually, I'm pretty sure I know these guys from when I lived up there. And uh, they went to Jonal for the first time. And then you listen to their experience of Jonal of not knowing anything and how much fun they had. <laughs> it gives you the viewpoint of, yeah, this is where we're going. And then they have a few golden nuggets in there. There's some shit going on at Joan that we didn't know about. There's a, uh, at the end of the, like on Friday night, they have this massive combat war on the electric line. Have you guys heard about this? No. No. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so we got a new thing to go to. <laughs> I was going to say, they were there, and then the guys from RC Roundtable were there, because I listened to part of the Oh, the Roundtable guys, I, I know them. Yeah. The two of them live not that far from me. I know those guys. The, They're cool. They're the cool. But Plane the, Lab guys have like three episodes about being at Joan all this year. The plane, the plane Lab guys yeah. went to this uh, combat thing that I didn't even know was going on. I didn't I'm either, and we ups- camp across the street from it, so... I'm kind of upset that I didn't know that there was some sort of activity going on that we didn't have in our in our itinerary. That might have been the night that Clay tried to kill me in a golf cart. Good possibility, but we got to get down. I don't remember. We, we can't. It wasn't a rented golf cart. Be quiet. Stay I wonder if Kyle hey. still has that death machine. 
stay focused, guys. We gotta. I'm telling you about <laughs> kind of late for that. This, shit. <laughs> this guy is the one telling us to stay focused. <laughs> I'm telling you about a new activity that we haven't done. Yeah. Okay. So it's you go to the electric going apparently on Friday night, and they need a peanut gallery. I got you. No, 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 no. You go to the electric. They don't need a peanut gallery, from what I'm hearing. You go down there, and you uh, uh, basically it's got to be electric powered. You throw it in the air, and the last one that lands wins. It is full on oh. combat, like you just fucking obliterate each other. Huh? Oh, sounds fantastic. I know, and I'm kind of upset I missed it. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it for sure. Yeah, now we know so, Yeah, no, we're going for sure. And it's a it's a assigned time, like they do it at this time on the last day of the event. Whatever you can tape together to get in the air, send it out there and see what happens. Hmm. I mean, yeah. we could have we could have sent Tom Slowplane out there. <laughs> you know, big target. They would have never hit it. <laughs> but we got to go gentlemen i have to i'm gonna bow out here it's getting a little late for me and uh, i got a big day tomorrow so i'm out but um thanks for All having right. me let's do thank, it again sometime thanks for being soon. on buddy appreciate it yeah, yeah thank you so so enjoyed it and uh looking forward to seeing your smiling faces in person soon yeah hopefully. <laughs> absolutely yeah you're going to come down to uh skinner's Right. I will be at I will be at Skinner's this year. Come hell or high weather. Awesome, nice, Excellent. awesome. Yep, yep. Good deal, man. Skinner Skinner's Island is going to be it's going to be yep. a good one. All right, I'll see you later, man. All right, man. everybody, take care. Thanks man. for tuning into this week's episode of the Nuts and Bolts Podcast with Kurt Sider and Jason Donhockel. Tune in next time for its conclusion. <laughs>